the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. Eric caught this on the news last night. We were talking about it for the last five minutes. I love it. This is hilarious. And Channel 3, you racist pricks, I can't believe you kept this in there for the laugh. Because you've got editing equipment, you've got trucks, you've got people trained to notice things that shouldn't go on the air. Uh, I edited this. Yeah, Toledo, you could have caught this. Put the roofing company out. Yeah. Well, that's fine. That doesn't even matter at this point. Uh, Listen to this. This was on the news last night. A group of roofers got stung by bees. Horrible. And this is their leader. Gary Watson says spraying the bees just made them angrier. And his employees were in their line of attack. It was scary. I've never seen bees act like that. I don't know if they were the African-American bees or if they were just whatever, but they were honest. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, man? Welcome to the hive. We <laughs> them badass African-American bees. Still white. How did Channel 3 leave that in the news report? Yeah, look at guys should run for office. Yeah, man, you know. Politically correct. There's some uh, wetbacks and some crackers up on this roof here. What y'all doing out here? Buzz, buzz. Buzz. Stay off our queen, man. I smell Honey Nut Cheerios. You had Honey Nut Cheerios yeah. earlier. African-American bees. I love that. And Channel 3, did that guy just call him, uh, he just said, your bees, didn't he? Yeah. I had to rewind it last time. Yeah. Did he say African-American yeah. bees? Those troublesome uh, Negro bees. <laughs> Son, can I say Africanized? Yeah. Whenever, and Brady no, disagrees, but whenever somebody goes that far to be politically correct, you know that there's some N-word jokes and some stuff floating around the job site that's probably a little bit, uh, you know, the African-American Yeah, it's colorful. Well put, Toledo, well put. I'm the first to admit I have uh, bigoted tendencies that I just have to embrace. It doesn't mean I hate other people, but I definitely think stereotypes are hilarious. But and the hillbillies know, are the funniest ones, so Whitey's in there, too. You think but, yeah. about it, though. The, if the African bees have come over to the United States. Now they live in America. <laughs> he didn't African go down American that many He didn't know. This guy's, this guy's not that advanced, Brady. <laughs> Mr. Watson's probably a very nice man, but he's not that advanced. I don't know advanced. how you picked that up. I don't think I don't, I call them African-American bees. I've done studies. All right. So just back off me. I know what I'm talking about here. So anyway, the coon bees were all over us. I mean, queen bee, queen bees. African-American bees. And like I was like, there's a guy sitting there, a black guy watching the news last night, eating his greens. What'd he say? Ain't this a bitch? If I had some minutes left on my phone, I'd call Channel 3. But it's our Memorial Day, ate them all up. It's a long month. May's a long month. It should be Black History Month because it's a long month. Get the shortest month. Anyway, African American bees, is that real? If you go farther down on the, uh, the web page, five of those bees got scholarships to college. <laughs> yeah, five of them don't have to work as hard as white bees to get on the fire department. It's ridiculous. Oh, I love it. African American bees. Great catch last night, Eric. Good job on the news. And Patty Kirkpatrick didn't come back and say anything? No, nothing. That's See, that's either embrace it, no, if you're going to play she it, knew. embrace it, or edit it out. Edit it out. One or the other. You're in the editing that. room. It wasn't a live interview. <laughs> There's no reason for that part to have stayed in the news story. Like, Without Patty Kirkpatrick going, African-American bees. Really? <laughs> what an idiot. How awesome would the news be yeah, if oh, she be, did People like would watch it. Yeah, people would go. start watching it again. I really? hope they weren't those angry Irish American bees. Yeah, they were all drunk. They're green no. and black. They we're not worried about those bees. 
whiskey, honey? They're little. They're good for one punch. And then you just brush them off. Get off me. Stupid bee. It didn't even hurt. Anyway, what are you going to do? African-American bees. Eric even told me before, he's like, you got to see this. You'll catch it. And so I just, with my ears perked up. Gary Watson says spring the bees just made them angrier. And his for? employees were in their line of attack. It was scary. I've never seen bees act like that. I don't know if they were the African-American bees or if they were just whatever, but they were honest. Yeah. That's how Patty should have come back. Smell fear. You got to watch out for them African American bees. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> Gonna do a drive by stinger. Buzz, Where's buzz. Khalifa? These bees are all over the place. African American bees. Come on. And the fact that he's scared, so scared. That's a great thing. And you know they're African American bees. <laughs> or whatever. Because there's 38 fathers <laughs> and one mother. That's how you know. There's hundreds of them. You get them in a group. And they just don't even want to tolerate you. Yeah. Sorry, Gary, but that was a dumb thing to say. And also, Channel 3, dumb thing to keep in the story to make Gary look dumb. Took it out of the print. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They edited it right out of If you look on azfamily.com, his uh, his racist cover-up against those bees and black people in general, taken completely out of the text. Because they knew if they'd have put that in as his exact quote, people would have written letters. <laughs> African-American bees. In fact, are there comments at the end? Oh, I didn't even look. Uh-oh. Buzz, buzz. I would hope somebody else caught that. They keep that section They're out. not in there. Yeah, they didn't put comments up. I didn't see. No, nah, they don't have comments on there. You can have old people there. Yes, he's right. Get rid of those African-American bees. <laughs> I'm excited to ship them back to Africa since we brought them. We need to call Miss Ruthie again. Who's that? The racist KKK lady when she was... Good Christ, man. That's like nine years ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get a hold <laughs> Good of her. reference, Toledo. <laughs> wow. You remember like one of those African-American no, no. elephants. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're African-American Never forget elephant. a good one that makes the uniforms. Never forget a good racist lady. <laughs> Never ever forget those. So is that what we've come down to? Political correctness towards bugs? <laughs> There's going to be some old people calling... The gentleman that got stung 30 times, did he get AIDS? <laughs> get AIDS from those bees? Those monkey bees? Ladies, stop. You need to start taking a better look at your scorpions, maybe. Yeah, I don't know where they're from, but I better start. Maybe it's just a race problem. Maybe they just feel oppressed. <laughs> what a joke. Way to go, Channel 3. AZ family. <laughs> They do it again. They, you guys kick ass. Now at least get Patty in there to acknowledge. That's all I ask. Just once. Just one time. Come on. Or just just even look to the side and go, really, guys? Back in the editing room, really? <laughs> we needed that sentence about, I know what they were. They're African-American or uh, killer coon bees or goddamn Italian bees, those greasy wop bees or... That's the thing. I don't think they'd know, they would know what to do with it. They would be so no. scared. Oh, they would edit it if it was yeah. dirty. But when it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, the guys editing that were throwing elbows in. Yeah. We're going to leave it in. Leave Don't you it wish in. sometimes we were, like, in the newsroom? Yes, room I do. Some of those stories. Every day I wish I sat at that desk. Welcome to AZ Family. <laughs> Jody Arias moved her undergarments out of the way to take it in the pooper today. We should now just fill in. One yeah, day. One day. Give, give me a chance. Day. When a tiny white girl runs into a black man's yeah. arms, you yeah. know there's trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Everybody was laughing at that. And like, we're going to include that in the story. Ratings through the roof. Yep. What do people remember about the news? That guy in Cleveland. 
when the siren went off, Ramsey. everybody turned around. <laughs> yeah, everybody knew. Yeah. That everybody likes it. Everybody oh. likes a little hint of racism in their news. <laughs> it's just for once, at Patty Kirkpatrick said the suspect was described as six feet tall, 185 to 190 pounds, black, typical. <laughs> <laughs> so be on the lookout for a six foot black. Okay, because that's basically what they're telling you. The six foot black guy, and the picture of us is a shadow with a hat on. <laughs> like what? That ran for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to look for a guy, a black guy in a hat. No, wow, no. Wow, where no. will I find him? Keeping that out of the equation. Well, they don't do it. They do. It. I noticed that, and I gotta give black people credit. Whenever they get named on the news as the suspect, they don't care. But that one Mexican guy that was sneaking into windows in Chandler and taking kids. They did not want. They wouldn't. Me- they wouldn't even mention that he was Mexican. Remember that? Yeah. There was like a group that was so mad they had to take it off the billboards because this dude was nabbing kids out of their bedrooms and even on the sketches. And it turns out he was an illegal alien, super Mexican. B. You, did, you did not know that though. I'm like, yeah, the kids who escaped were like he had this thick accent. He's a like one of the dudes at Home Depot. You can't say that. Well, yeah. they got to get over that because yeah. we have to be able to describe who suspects. Right. right, that's the thing. Yeah, if a black guy nabs me and I'm not allowed to say that, he was a, uh, uh, I guess he was carbon based. <laughs> it's a la- of, of mass of uh, humanity. Could you be more specific? Ten fingers, as far as I can tell. Nails on the end of those. Two eyes, two arms. What color was he? Oh, I'm not a racist. I don't see color. <laughs> when it's raping you, you, that's all you see. Okay, it's a white guy. It's about 5'11". Well, yesterday they were comparing the Maldonado story, the lady with 12 pounds, or yeah. to um, what happens, the reverse of what happens here in the United States, That what happened to her in Mexico. Now you know what it's like for uh, for being uh, Mexican-American oh. over here. We they get uh, drugs planted when Sheriff Joe does his sweeps. They're planting he plants drugs. drugs. Yeah, I didn't know that. They're saying <laughs> similar things. I wouldn't doubt it get... to be honest, but I'm not right. But say you that create that's that doubt and saying it's like Mexico's got a bigger issue than we do. Let's not compare the two countries. One's the toilet. One's the but awesome don't you family think room with the TV. People heading this direction than there are. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And she was coming home, by the way. Right. So there's a difference. The biggest difference is she was coming back. Very rarely on their situation is their return trip plan. I don't want to hear it. So what other bugs are uh, something we have to Africanized? keep around? Just African-American bees, that's about it. Cockroaches, scorpions. I don't know. Inherently Rice. American. <laughs> You've got the uh, Cuban <laughs> roaches. Can't we blame the roaches on uh, Mexico? Hell yeah. I think we you should. have um, Mexican, Mexican red American red uh, tarantulas. The Mexican red legs. They're, uh, Mexican-American red legs. Yeah, if they're here. If they're here, yep. <laughs> yeah, because they're not just African bees. African-Americans. That was awesome. Great job, Channel 3. Nice job. Way to give us that little hint of Strom Thurmond in every newspaper. Good stuff. Wheaties Great sure stuff. do like to talk about it. And you're the problem, Wheaties, is that whenever somebody brings it up, you start mouthing off. And yeah. Too many spicolis. And make everybody, you make the people who smoke pot in suits not want to be on your team. Just shut up and be a wee. We can tell by looking. Uh, hmm. Yeah, don't drive around with a huge pot leaf on the back of your we car. Get it? You you scream pot leaf with your face. <laughs> we can tell you're on weed. Your white blonde dreadlocks. All that says is pull me over exactly. now. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I think at least the guy in the suit's got the wherewithal yes, not to get pulled check over. Check my insurance. Yeah. You know what, man? Your impressive ways. All right, idiot. You don't have a job. You're driving around in a Corolla with a pot leaf on it. 
Do you see alcoholics driving around with Bud Light on the back of their window? You got bigger <laughs> problems, man. Jameson's on your truck. Yeah, Jameson. A neon sign. Yeah. Let me, yeah. Let My me sister was out. raped by some Africanized bees, and you're hassling me, man. <laughs> uh, let's do some down. How about down? Down, bury me in smoke. Bury me in smoke. That'll work. I want to hear that guy say that thing again. Gary Watson says spraying the bees like just it. made them angrier, and his employees were in their line of attack. It was scary. I've never seen bees act like that. I don't know if they were the African-American bees or if they were just whatever, but they were honest. That's awesome. Poor fella. <laughs> there, he's probably got a little racism in there. He's he probably, hear when he got up on the roof, he probably interrupted some giant bee job fair going on. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it was the, maybe that roof was the uh, economic security for bees department, the, the DES of bees. <laughs> Man, Mexicans the... are stomping all over our line. This was orderly. Apparently there was 40 pounds of honeycomb in the attic. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That is fine. <laughs> hey, this roof of mother. You step on me one more time, I'm going to sting a mother. That's what I'm going to do. Hey, Watch man, this. Keep it cool, man. We don't need that. They just work it. Taste this honey. Bust their ass. My roof. This is my roof. Got 40 pounds of honey inside and a queen to protect. That's my queen inside there. My American queen, my warrior queen, my baby. I got to protect that bitch. We all have a job here. Queen's got a giant track-running thorax. Padonkadonk. <laughs> you really want to watch a racist head explode. Call it an African-American worker bee. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's impossible. No way. They're all drones. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do? This is the best of Humberg's morning sickness. Very strange, Brady, how many emails I've received in the last few minutes saying that sex beast Brady Bogan needs to be a regular <laughs> character. Where, And I think it was the subtle uh, sponsorship that was thrown in there from Express Flooring. And we thank very much for making sex beast Brady a possibility. But, yeah, they're uh, put him in the squares. Put him in. I'm like, no, let's not put him in the squares. Let's put him in reality. Sex beast Brady. Give it a try tonight, Brady. People want that for real. People who aren't even your wife are saying that guy needs to happen. Get over here, you little orc. <laughs> yeah, you just you bring up, sponsor her. Then sex is free. And then another guy was very angry at you said, uh, Will you please tell Brady the letter L is not in the word saw? Quit saying it like there's an L in it. If you're saying Sal, it better be in reference to Sal Goodman and not seeing something or someone. Only dumbass backwards Ohio hicks and dumb people oh. say Saul. Every time they say they saw something, stop it. Al, there you go. So Can I throw it. an L on there? I saw. You can't. I saw. Oh, you did sounds, it again. Sounds a well, no. no, that's why I was just. Don't do it anymore. anymore. He was saying saw. You, you, this guy just shot a man. Oh, okay. I just saw. No, you say saw. Keep doing it. I think you might say saw. I could. Saw it. I saw that before. Oh, that's an L. Did you Is say there an L? L? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, did you I, do that? Was that not supposed yeah, to be that's a saw? I thought you were hillbillying that up. No, that's that, not what I saw. That's saw. Now you have to work. Now that sounded well, when clean. when you end on saw, but when you roll it into saw. Yeah, when you were just. Yeah, I could do yeah. You do saw. All right. Yeah. Stop being a hillbilly. Okay, it's okay. pissing people off. Nope. Now it's. <laughs> no, now it's on. <laughs> saw and Albersons. It's coming back. It's all going to happen. The Walmarts. Saw. 
That's a good one. That is kind of hillbilly, though. I don't think I've noticed it. Me neither. Yeah, somebody has. Huh? Yeah. Whole Nother and Saul. Those are the two that make you sound so much like a hillbilly. It's ridiculous. That's a whole nother thing. Did you? You're growing up. You just said another. You realize that, right? You made another a word. It's kind of funny. Especially when people who are like important say, well, that's a whole nother situation. That's what a child would say. Maybe there'll be a express flooring deal we can make on the red card. Brady can lay your carpet. <laughs> Brady comes out with the express flooring guys and throws some floor down. What was the old thing when you used to do flooring? If you can't lay it, we'll suck it. Yeah, if we can't if we can't lay it, we can suck it. You're locked floors. You clean them too. <laughs> that had to you had to be so great and yet so miserable at being a floor guy salesman. That had to be like a shining time in your life because you got to meet all those people, which is your dream, just to meet twenty people a day. And it also had to be awful because you're just nothing but a floor salesman. <laughs> you Calling to, on general contractors. Oh, had to kill you. Yeah, they don't want to talk to you all day. Did you have the briefcase with all the tiles? No, there there was um, a lot of schmoozing. I'm sure of it, which is the oh, fun yeah. part, right? Yeah. Like, you loved it. Yeah, but that then, was the fun part. Then the phoning up contractors. Those yeah, guys don't want to be, sit and you talk You got to be about. competitive, obviously, but you can, by setting up a relationship with them and saying, hey, we can get this job done, because, you know, you, you just get your one shot. All right, we'll give you a we'll give you a shot at this project. You get the uh, carpeting on this. Pitch uh, me, call me up. Hey, it's Holmberg uh, Construction. Can I help you? Hey, John Brady Bogan. <laughs> Wait a minute. So he says his name. Yep, here? that's I'm out. I've heard about this guy. <laughs> you won't stop talking. Then, then if you did that on the first time, I'm yeah. going to get through this guy. I'll call him back. Holmberg Construction. Want a handy? Yeah. Hey, John, Brady Bogan. <laughs> I'd let you talk. How did you break the ice with the guy, though? Oh, your floor's looking there, Buck. Well, back then, I i mean, I would always rather go on a get it referred in there rather than a... Oh, a guy who's like, I need floors. I got no idea what to do. Well, no, or if someone says, um, hey, call on so-and-so. Yeah, well, if I do friend. that, hey, can you yeah. give him a call? Or... Gotcha. So but you did reference. What helped was uh, those cold calls had to stink though. Was Torp? Oh yeah, your dad. Oh, you were the in Ohio. Family, family was a heating and air conditioning business, and so they had a lot of did a lot of commercial jobs. So your dad would go in and go, "Your floors look terrible." After he put in a new AC unit. No, 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 no. He, and then he'd he send you would, over. No, he grew up with the uh, you know a lot uh, of different uh, people that own the co- the uh, companies. So he would go into these people who he knew and trusted for years. Hey, he my boys, never had to work. <laughs> my boy's a bit of a dullard. Will you throw him a bone and put in some new tile or something? Hi. That I helped. sell floors. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about you. Go ahead. Pick something and put it down. Your dad's a good friend. I'd do anything for him. And the family, that the Gerlach family, was had a, a decent reputation. What does that mean? Only one rape? Yeah, only one. But it's a decent reputation. It was all right. No, they had a good reputation. Okay. It was okay. There were no... I don't know why I'm so interested in this. I just want to know what you, young Brady Bogan, was like on the cold calls. Well, that would be tough. awesome. It's with all oh, Well, with Torp knowing so many people, yeah, yeah he made it a lot easier, I'm sure. You're nothing like your father, and I mean, in the build and general handsomeness. Yeah, thanks. These floors are a mess. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk about it. You can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> are you doing the splits? Why are, you, why are you doing the splits? You're way too big for that. My name's Brady Bogan. I'm doing the splits for you. 
You need a new floor after this, because I just Indian dotted your rug. All right. Um, you're nothing like your father. What's the new floor from Brady? Did you get the Bogan discount? Remember, John, when you're installing carpets, shiny side up, all right? Right. I would assume fuzzy side up. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, that would be more important. Down, right? What if they got a dull carpet? Shiny side up. Shiny no carpet. Yeah, it, it, it the uh, f- the top of it usually Even like is brighter than the uh, back side. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Even Berber. Boy, I got to tell you, if you, if that's a lesson you got to teach the guys throwing the carpet down, <laughs> there's a reason Gerlock only had a decent reputation. You put in our goddamn carpet upside down. Shiny side up. Oh, you're right. I did. I'm an idiot. I remember that. That's just a carpet joke. Okay. You got in with all the installers there. Yeah, they love that. Listen, jerk, get out of here. Because it was a problem at one point. Somebody had to come up with that gag. Anyway. Oh, well, that that is a different breed. This is called Memory Lane with Brady Buck. On PBS. The good thing about this, Mrs. Johnson, is you can poop on this carpet. Antimicrobial backing. I'll do that. When I got new carpet, the guy kind of brought something up like that, too. Oh, yeah. This has a 30-year... And it's a stain-resistant thing. I mean, antimicrobial. You can, antimicrobial. It doesn't collect any germs, feces, anything. I'm like, feces. Come right up. Is that, well, you know, cats, dogs. Yeah, but you said feces like it was a general problem for everyone in the house. Uh-oh. I crapped on the carpet again. It's all right. In fact, one time I saw uh, <laughs> cheetah poop on this. <laughs> He's bitter about his hillbillies. <laughs> Gary Holland texted and said, Hey, did you hear Brady? Another pa- That's poor parenting again, Brady. Kirby grabbed that thing and said, Daddy, not done with my talk. Yeah, she's being trained to be a real woman, isn't she? Talks and talks and talks. Nobody's going to interrupt that. Uh, looking at this uh, traffic mess that's on the I-17, the grossest part about this whole thing is that the pictures that are on azfamily.com show the... The blood spray, evidently, for this poor person. That I don't know. They don't know why they were on the road. Which is everybody's like, why is the investigation taking so long? And now the person that it was a hit and run. The person that ran, evidently, called her husband sometime this morning and said, "Yeah, I was on the freeway this morning and I hit something." That's uh, not really a hit it was, and run, I guess. I mean, if she's being honest, yeah. yeah. And she's like, I hit something. I'm not sure what it was, but I think we should call the cops because she was hearing all this news. She thinks she might be the one that did it. But when you go out and look at your car and go, uh oh. If, if there is something on the car. Clean. There's blood all over your yeah, car. Yeah, gotta be. Gotta you know? be. Even though you're on the highway, I mean, you have to get find the first exit. Find something. Get out and look. Because it could be like, I'd even, if I was close to work, probably pull into the parking lot and then check out the entire vehicle yeah. and go, I hit something big. This is not good. It could have been our company's policy, though. You do not <laughs> stop. <laughs> it it could somebody. be that. <laughs> their policy is to not to. And also, a typical woman move, she called her husband first. <laughs> Didn't take it upon her, so she made him an immediate accomplice. It's up to him to call the authorities now and do all the right moves. And now, so how many people behind her just kept flying through? That's what. That's the weird thing. Because remember that uh, was that uh, drunk uh, Indian guy that went out onto the I-10 about two years ago. Pinball. They said he got hit 73 times, and he was uh, was a half a mile of his stuff all the way down the road. And that was that weird week where everybody was walking on the freeway. We had like three people. Like we go through packs. Yeah, we had the jumper. We had two people walking. And then a dude that leapt out on. And then what's weird is we go through these, like, uh, cycles of, okay, everybody's tipping their truck over. We'll do that. Hopefully this walking on the freeway thing doesn't happen. And I don't want to necessarily put it all on this lady. She hit somebody on the freeway at 4 in the morning. 
You could have been li- looking down a split second. You, look, the next thing you know, everybody says, "Oh, you could have seen this." I'm telling you, four in the morning on the freeway, and you're blazing by at 80 miles an hour. If something kind of sideways, still. sideways standing in the road that shouldn't be there, the last thing you expect is a body to be standing. Sure, in the, road. It, the the person to blame is always the one in the freeway. Yeah, the, yeah, that's right. who I'm blaming. I'm going to go ahead and say, <laughs> look, lady, I know it's a tough time for you, the lady who ran away. I'm not going to give her a hit and run like and come down on like you should have done this. And it's all hindsight because I know for a fact that if I hit somebody standing in the freeway, it would be as shocking to me. As it would be to anyone else that, you know, and what are you going to do? They're standing in the freeway. So don't walk on the freeway. That's a pretty general rule. It's like don't it's go, in, don't go in the lion cage to feed the lion. Throw the food over the fence. Bad things happen. It's a great rule. I think it's a good morning sickness rule, all the ghouls. No walking on the freeway. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's tragic. But why was she walking? That's why it's taking so long. She called her husband. Her husband called the cops and... She said, I hit something big. We should call the police, which tells me after the news hit her, she's like, that's what I hit. I think she was hoping against hope as she continued to drive down the freeway. It was just a dog or something. It was a dog. It was just a big dog. I can't stop at Starbucks. I got to get a double latte, half pump, double pump, half latte, cafe, double pump latte. So like, <laughs> she pulled through a drive-thru Starbucks. Can I get a, a double pump, half pump, double pump latte, half Is caramel? Uh, Easy uh, on the caramel, caramel, latte, tate, grande? Double pump? Get the blood off your windshield. What are you saying, lady? I'm a little distracted. I think I hit a pretty large biped dog. Anyway, da, double pump, uh, latte, pate. Uh, double pump, half calf, pump, pump. Light on the caramel. You hit a dog? Uh-huh. Your car's got a head on it. Double dog head. Pump, pump, light on the caramel. Extra napkins. Two napkins. Thank caramel. you. Have a good day. A little bit cold or hot. And you want me to wipe the head off your car. <laughs> hot. Yeah, that's horrible. How are you this morning? Yeah. Great. <laughs> what is the deal with Starbucks <laughs> talking to me now? I went in there for a sandwich. So you got big plans this weekend? It's uncomfortable. No, oh, yeah. stop it. They must have some mandate going they do. on. They do. They're talking oh, yeah. to you. They're, and they leaned. And I was in the drive-thru because Megan's like, let's go to Starbucks. We went to Starbucks sitting in this drive-thru for about 48 minutes of my life. And the guy in front of me spills his coffee. Oh, they had to start over. So, uh, so I'm, I got my window down already and I can hear. Lady leans out the window. What's you doing this weekend? Any big plans? Wow. He's like, oh, yeah. No, some not jackass really. CEO thought this was a good idea. My husband's going to clean the garage. Get in there and make me another coffee. <laughs> just spilled all over my car. Anyway, so then I pop up there. Hi, guys. Hey, Stacy. It's been days. I want to preempt it. Could I just get my drink? I just hit somebody <laughs> yeah. on the highway. I just ran over a man. And I'm thirsty. I'm in a hurry. So you got big plans this weekend? I'm going to wash the car. Yeah, well, something's going I'm gonna on. I'm going to wash the goddamn car. And then I'm going to get my prostate check because I think I swallowed my own anus. I am all about good customer service, but yeah. good customer service is hi, There's thank you, p- be pleasant, give yeah. me my drink fast, get me the hell out. So how's your day going, Chief? Okay. <laughs> like what we were talking about the other day with restaurants. Yeah. I don't I don't want some, you know, $30,000 millionaire in a Sears <laughs> suit to come over and go, is everything good to your satisfaction? It was up until you got here. I don't know you. I didn't ask you to come to dinner. Please leave the table. Just want to make sure, hey, it's a great looking outfit you got there. I'm a Braves fan. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Here's here's how much I care about that. See this little tiny zero I'm making? Well, the wife, she likes to rake. Great. 
My wife likes yeah, to so they, write. They have nothing to say to me. That's exactly what I'm hearing. Uh, my wife has to write. Shoes. <laughs> Oh, no, no, they great. might get me with that one. Here's words. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, they might they might intrigue you with something that ambiguous. What? At least be that interesting. <laughs> like, wife likes to Hey, guys, just got out. Is there satisfaction? Yeah, it was great. We were eating. It was really good. We came here to eat, and we got food. It was an amazing coincidence. Usually your mouth's full. Oh, <laughs> my wife likes to eat. Isn't Thanks for coming. Usually when your girlfriend or wife sells you out at that time, too. Hey, John likes to rake, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He sounds like you. Is that right, buddy? Let's scoot over. <laughs> oh, I hate that. And that Starbucks bugging me is Brady. You probably are the one person in this room that loves that. No, I've, it, it's been uncomfortable a couple times. I, my my one plan is uh, if they ask me that. What you that, do is just roll up the window. No, <laughs> perfect thing. Get Shut that them out. That chipper lunatic. That's so big plans this weekend. Barry and my mother. Awesome. Yeah, because you either come so up weird. with the absolute oh shock God, topic, so sorry. or you just look straight ahead and put the window up. <laughs> so the drink or do comes that. out. She got run over on the freeway. <laughs> Your drink will be up in a sec, sir. So sorry. I'm going to stop asking people questions. That's, That's not the their fault if if I the, know, but the it big is. bosses are making them do it. But then do it with no no spunk. The problem I have is all that spunk. So. What well, you doing this weekend? I've gotten the the no spunk thing too from yeah, the guys. Yeah, they they hate it. The dudes. But they don't want to talk to you. What are you they, doing? They, what are you doing today? Unless you're a Chick Fil A. It's like a drug deal. What are you doing? What are you doing? Today? I hope this drink helps me out because I've been off my meds for yeah. three days. <laughs> well, I was going to go masturbate by the elementary school. I didn't expect anyone to ask me that. Right. He probably wouldn't even have heard me. I answered. Him. It's so unnecessary. Try that next time. So, big plans this weekend? <laughs> Garfel knock, book bark bar. Ah, that's great. Here's your Jake. <laughs> oh, I hate you people. All of you. But if you did hit something big, uh, don't call your husband first, ladies. Call the police, and then if there's blood all over your car, that's a bad sign, too. Husband, not the first one to alert. Hey, I went to the dentist yesterday because I was supposed to go a week ago, but I ended up not going, so I rescheduled yesterday. Went in there and had to have that bone thing drilling. reattached, and every it was an oral surgery. I was all nervous about it. And uh, knock you out? No. He's like, "We'll be all right." And he goes in, and he's like, "What we're going to do is go up from behind there." And what's happened here is you've had a trauma to this area that's chipped the bone away, and bacteria has created an area where the bone won't grow back. So let's go in. We're going to take the root out of the tooth because that's effective. Throw some bleach in there. All right. Yeah, that's what I figured. We'll throw some bleach in. He goes, uh, "You want to do this?" And he's looking at me like, there's a nightmare for both of us. You sure you want to do this? I'm like, yeah. So you want to get it out of the way today? Yeah, that's why I'm here. Okay. And he goes, all right. And he taps me on the shoulder like, this is going to be a bitch. And that's all my last dentist sent me to this guy because they're like, we don't even want to try this. I'm like, all right. 20 minutes later, I'm sitting there going, all right, so far, so good. No pain. Everything's all right. Starts tapping me with some things, throws the wet apron over me. And I'm like, here's the fun. Here we go. This is where it's going to start to hurt. Grip the chair. Takes everything out. And he goes, all right, that's it. I'm like, that's it? So why didn't my last dentist do this? And he goes, I don't know. It wasn't that big a deal. Like, that's what I'm saying. Why did I have to go to, like, two different guys and you're a surgeon? What is? Why do you scare people? Why did Den- I think dentists get off on it. I think deep down they whack off to the idea that you walk out of their office pale as a ghost, scared to death, <laughs> over what turned out to be a very minor thing. He's like, yeah, it's no big deal. And, I, why, I'm, and that's what I said. I'm just going to start coming to you. 
You're a one-stop shop. I had to go to the other dentist to tell me to go to this dentist, to tell me to go to an oral surgeon. Why don't I just go to you? Well, I don't do regular dentistry. You just do the horrifying, scary crap? <laughs> and you make it seem simple. Yeah, I mean, a horrifying, <laughs> scary oral surgery. It's like it wasn't even... I've had fillings, and they, they were less than yesterday. It was amazing. I was like, we're all done. Like, did you do anything? I didn't even feel it. Yeah, so when we start to notice a difference, or is it supposed to help on your... Uh... The bone grows back. It's the weirdest thing. Like, he described the whole thing to me. The trauma and the bone went away. He said, so your, your job or the, the nerve and root of your tooth is to fire off, uh, like, some sort of a bacteria because it's sensing something's not right. Then it, that starts to eat away from the top of the root down and never allows the bone to grow back. So you get this little pocket in there, and it'll cause an abscess, which evidently I don't know how that has been avoided this entire time and he's like and then you don't you're just you're fine and then the bone starts going back like isn't that the strangest thing in the world that your skull just sits back and waits and i'm like i didn't even know i had a problem clears out didn't even didn't even hurt didn't have an issue nothing since that was so easy you should ask him if he does like colonoscopy that's what i said i I did because he said he said he goes that's it and i said that was simple he goes i did all the work i'm like that's true i did just lay there for it and then we sat there and i'm like really though that was really easy what are you doing tomorrow (laughs) <laughs> so because I can come in, I get some other stuff I need you to check out. I got this lump on my rib I don't like. But there's one on the other side, so I think it's okay. I think it's a sore muscle. You're like Frankenstein? Well, that's Ray Romano's His old nodes. theory. Ray, nodes. Ray Romano's theory was when you when you find something, you're like, oh, you automatically check the other side, and if there's one there, yeah. it must be See okay. See if it evens out. <laughs> yeah. If you're balanced, it's fine. If it's just one-sided, you're doomed. This is how my mother made me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a, It's weird because nobody else has it, but I've got it. So it's okay because there's two of them. Yeah, if it comes in pairs, you're healthy. That's a man's uh, attitude. But, yeah, very strange because I expected I'd clear out like three hours of the day. I was planning on missing some things. No. Hour later, everything's fine. Tastes a little puffy from the, the numbing juice, but didn't hurt at all. Oral surgeon. I don't understand dentists. You go to dentist school, right? Everybody goes to dentist school. Yeah. And then uh, you leave dentist school, you're a dentist. So you can do dentistry. What's with sending me to another dentist because you're afraid? That's just, that's what I, I guess that's just being a chicken <laughs> dentist, isn't it? Well, don't you think it's just, you know, specialty? Like, What's the specialty about? Yeah, like the orthodontist. The orthodontist. medical yeah. field, there's plenty of specialties. Yeah, but I don't understand this one. Because uh, that's why I asked him. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go to a heart doctor and have him work yeah, on but my this brain. Is, but it's all teeth. <laughs> Yeah, I get that, but that's two separate, total separate things. These Maybe are all teeth. Maybe he's just being real with you. He failed the abscess portion. That of the could be, but I didn't even have an abscess. That's the other side of it. He didn't know that because he failed. Yeah, that's true. That's why he sent me away. He couldn't here's, read the X-rays. Here's the other thing. What is? It? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of teeth on here, and that's not my uh, area. That's not my area of expertise, being a dentist and all. So I'm going to send you to a guy who knows what he's doing with these X-rays. Wait a second. Well, the other portion. thing is, is they look at. Um, you know, the uh, depends on the dentist, but some of those practices look at, listen, I could get uh, three whitenings in here or take, time. take a chair yeah. out for two hours. But this was 40 minutes. I'm not going to make the money. 40 minutes. Uh, I, I got, could be right. That could be three. I got there at 12 right. o'clock. I left at 12.41. You're some ghoul he doesn't want to deal with. I guess. I don't know. I don't think he likes me. I don't, I, I've, I've always thought that about my dentist. From day one, I don't think he liked me. He showed maybe, me pictures maybe of Maybe he's a, just afraid of on-air backlash. No, I don't know, because the first day I met him, nice guy, and we're, you know, go through the cleaning and stuff. He gives me the thing, and he goes, hey, I got something to ask you. I'm like, what? He's got those TVs, and he flips through these pictures of patients, and he goes, do you know this lady? Nope. She says she knows you. 
I don't know who that is. I meet, I meet a lot of people. That's weird. What's the end game there? That's what I'm saying. He goes, that's my ex-girlfriend. She said she met you when you worked at The Zone. Oh. And keep in mind, oh, I just met him, is. and I'm like, oh, no, I never did. And he goes, huh. And so I left the dentist's office like, he's going to kill me. This guy's going to come after me or something. He's still got a flame for this old chick, and he doesn't understand it. And then wow, the next weird. time through, he said, uh, you know, he, he made a comment about, uh, you know, uh, I've met guys uh, in radio before. And he goes, and uh, it's pleasure when you think they're going to be assholes and they're not. And you're laying there with your mouth open. Uh, he's doing stuff. And I'm like, what was that? What does that mean? Is that? <laughs> Wait a second. Is he saying that I'm an asshole, or is pleased that I'm not one because he expected to me? He thought you were an asshole. Your brain spinning. Your brain spinning. So then now, yeah, I get some major. I mean, this is money for him. It's a procedure, like you know. Why would he do it? That's a compliment, though, isn't it? If he says you're. Oh, I don't. I an don't. A-hole. No. Here's the thing. I don't give a crap. That's why I kept going back. If it bothered me, I'd have asked questions. Right. I just don't give a crap. This dentist yesterday, Dentist Dr. Foley, solid. He sits down. He doesn't have time to try to make you like, what do you do for a living? Didn't care. Not a word. Didn't talk to the lady. You, you know, sometimes you're at the dentist, and then the hygienist and him are having a conversation like you're not there, which drives you nuts. Yeah, well, Pam says that Roger's sleeping with his receptionist. on him. <laughs> I can't believe that's happening. They're going back. That didn't happen once, so she's all business. Right up, shook my hand like men and kicked me out of there for the next guy. I thought it was great. Yeah. He's a good dentist. My other dentist is scary. My other dentist is a little crazy. So you, need to find a new, you want to find a new no. general practice no. dentist? I'll, I'll keep going back to him. Look, I'm going to make him as uncomfortable as he's going to make me. Because I've been throwing veiled shots out, too. Remember that picture of that lady you sent me? I think I do remember her. What was that? Nothing. Don't worry about it. It's inappropriate. <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah. Oops, I accidentally pulled That's your right. tooth out. Okay. <laughs> Look, you got more work to do. I'll open wide. <laughs> what smells like what? You heard me. So we got a good back and forth going, me and Dr. Gordon. I like it. Yeah, I don't care. If he called me an asshole, it would be a compliment. I don't care. He's a dentist. He should have asshole written after his name. That's good. That's good client relations. <laughs> yeah. On the side. Yeah, it should just say John P. Doherty, asshole. I like the guy. He seems like a decent asshole, guy. DDS Every, DDS no, asshole. Just dump DDS. Every dentist, everybody who wants to be a dentist is an asshole. Everybody. You, you, to, to want to be in that field makes you an awful human being. I want to get into your mouth Why and drill. I want to hurt you. I want to we drill. We need dentists. Though. I know. But we need assholes. We need assholes. Visit. I'm fine with it. Have you seen that Man, Tom the, Hanks movie with uh, Wilson? What, what, I know. What was the name of that thing? Those uh, family you know, practices, they look like they have a pretty good oh, life. And oh, yeah. Life's good. But, but, but it doesn't mean they didn't do it by being you know Although nice. They, they were assholes. To get into dentistry, you want to be an asshole. The ones who aren't are the hygienists, who are always like, oh, the doctor's coming. They all think he's an asshole, too, because he's a sadist. He's a, he's a, he wants to be in people's mouths. And find stuff and then drill, baby. I mean, the first dentist especially. Maybe if I got a metal drill, I could make this go away. you'd have to say that about, I mean, and maybe you agree, uh, that all doctors. No, Whatever, a guy that wants to get into your knee, a guy that wants to uh, fix your back. Doctors have the kindness to say, you know what, we figured out a way to make you sleep through the entire thing. And you won't feel anything. Because we care. Dentists are like, here's a shot that hurts the most. (laughs) And then I'm going to take a Black & Decker drill and go in. Sometimes you get that drill and it hits. You're like, ah! Oh, did you not get enough? Let me give you another shot. 
You've been watching Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, or exactly. <laughs> When's the last time you saw that kind of thing? They got, there's movies about how horrible dentists Son are. Be a dentist. Exactly. If you want to be a dentist, you're automatically a little bit looped. You're a little bit not normal. It was the number one cause of suicide in America from like 1918 to 1955. Because they had all those white walls. No, because people wouldn't go because those sadistic some bitches was in there with black and decker tools and plugs. Like, who's next? I'm ready. Covered in blood like a butcher. They're awesome. I got to give them credit, but deep down, there's something wrong with you. You want that job. Why would you want to be in someone's mouth like that? It's like a gynecologist. They've always got their. They're, they're a little. Proctologist. They're, yeah, they're literal assholes. You're absolutely right about that. Anybody who wants that job, there's something wrong with you. There's something not right with you. If that's like what you're like, I'm getting into proctology. Something's wrong with you. Don't you think? Like, you're not part of the norm. You're a fringe element of society. If you want to be a, if you want to be a proctologist. If that's like an end goal, pardon the pun. Seriously. You meet a guy. The guy I grew up with, the guy. His a dad. partner at the. Uh, Poor Gompas. He's his dad is a proctologist, and his right. uh, something not right with him. There's a couple generations of proctologists. Fast Daddy. It's the family business. I think so. <laughs> that sounds wrong with the whole group. Then no, actually, his brothers were, were different. Uh, yeah, they wanted to be real doctors. Is it a father and son yeah. practice? Like we serve all. No, I can no, see no. where that doctor's like. I didn't even study that. I'm going to send you to another guy. And then there was a need for guys who just knew the anus. I've studied thorough anus, thorough studies. I'm good at the anus. I'm going to start my own practice of just anusry. I know the anus inside. Uh, uh, the origins of proctology are, yeah, I know my way around an anus. It's probably my uh, most prolific area of the human body. Well, I'm going to send people who have anus problems to you because I'm not looking. I'm normal. Cool. I'll start my own practice of just anus searches. Just specifically focused on the butthole. Okay, that seems like you'll be the only one in the world doing that. No, no, I've got plans. Oh, no, there's a, I'm going to start a school for it. Ah, you're never going to get a student. Sure enough, they're everywhere. And that means that about 9% of the population is uh, freaky. What kind of sex life does that guy have? He's got no fear of looking at the balloon nut. None. You don't, I bet you never even looked at Ronnie's on purpose. On Ever. purpose? Yeah, like she's riding reverse cowgirl, and you grab her butt, and you look, and like, oh, I gotta look away from that. I can't look at that thing. No, because it like breathes at you. I have no problem. You've got a problem with a butthole staring at you. You of all people. It doesn't happen all that often, you know. <laughs> That's another topic. A butthole staring at me. Well, no, but I mean, she's reversing. You're not looking. If you're getting it from behind. You're not staring down. But proctologists looking at it, going, that thing's sweet. You they gotta have. It. You look away from it. Oh, you gotta have them. <laughs> That's not the topic here. Do you stare at it or not? Or do you try no, to avert? I don't your, stare at you it. avert your eyes Come from on. it. No, it's I don't your, turn away. You, 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 you don't turn you away when you look you it. look. Everybody looks away you when the butthole makes its appearance. It. Yeah. Butthole makes its appearance in sex. You're like, oh, geez, there's a butthole. Yeah, you do that. You try not to think about yeah, it. Yeah, you try not. You try to act like we don't have them. Yeah. And when it shows up, you're like, let's get in another position here. I can't have that happen twice. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I never got about, like, those porns that oh. are all just, like, up in there. The like, ones I mean, afterwards? Like in yeah, there. I don't get that at all. I just fast-forward through that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't understand that butthole thing. But a proctologist loves it because they're not normal. 
Speaking of not normal, you guys are you know, Pialine, the superstar Mexican uh, morning DJ, the Howard Stern of Mexican DJs. See why he got canned? He's grabbing everybody's titties. <laughs> he was. He's in the wa- building? He's walking around the building grabbing He says, what are they? Sweet titties. And he'd grab them, and nobody said anything because he was Pialine, and then finally somebody said it. I don't want Pioline to grab my titties anymore. So she filed the it's complaint. Heavy on the yeah, she filed the complaint, and then everybody else came forward. She's been grabbing my titties too. <laughs> Have you been grabbing any titties? No, and that's what I appreciate about Dana and Chuck. They've hired nothing but uggos here at this building, so there's nobody at the titties I want to grab. <laughs> building filled with moms and old ladies and uggos. I'm not interested, which is awesome. Great work, Alex and Devin. And yeah. But children. <laughs> the fun thing about what you think, dentistry, I mean, that's Alice just, is in dentistry. It's hard for me to believe that. Peeling grab titties? Not me. Yeah, just like in a workplace that someone would know this, this is going to go oh, bad. Yeah, it's like there's yeah. above the. Uh, yeah. I worked with a guy in Seattle that was very forward about doing things like that. Dave Smiley. He used to think it was hilarious to grab people. That's the boots. thing. They all think it's a joke and yeah. then it goes too far. He'd do it all the time, and the girls would giggle, and you get the wrong one, and next thing you know, they're all going to tell on you, because deep down, they all want to be sisters of that thing. Yeah, if he's trying to hook up with them, with going around... You know, just being funny about it, you know? Boop, boop, boop. You and Charity used oh, to be flirty fun. Never touched her. Wouldn't do it. Besides, there were no, no titties to grab. Might as well grab yours. There is now. I don't know about that. <laughs> they're just flirting. Everybody's flirted before, but... Sure. That's how you know when your boss has learned this lesson at the workplace. Look around. And if he hires nothing but uggos and old ladies, that means that he's banged a couple people at work and probably been talked to about that, so he keeps it away from himself. Doesn't want to hire Temptation yeah. Island. Yeah. yeah. Dana interviewed a girl the other day, and I looked in the lobby, and she was decent-looking young, and I'm like, she doesn't have a chance. I know. He's got some weird rule about it. Yeah, it's a great rule, and I have a feeling that we don't know the truth behind it, but Dana probably nailed a bunch of hot sales girls back in the day and got in trouble for it. Well, he also knows all the other sales guys up there will make them. And that's the other thing. You get HUD with a boner wandering around. Next thing you know, he's got HR problems because chunky HUD won't stay out of that girl's cubicle with his half heart on. (laughs) Could you imagine if she actually, like, went up there with a chocolate shake? Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, it would be over. (laughs) With a fan blowing her hair. (laughs) Constant going with the cubicles up there. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to Wendy's. Yeah. So, yeah. It, gotcha, Frosty. And Croft would be in her face. Oh, jeez, I remember back when, oh, you were hard on, I have it. <laughs> I got the affliction. I got my, what my wife calls the affliction. Need to be cured. Will you hit me in the face with an oar <laughs> till this goes away? Like my wife. Repeatedly. My wife hits me in the face with an oar till this goes away so I don't abuse it. Over there in the cube hole. Dumb. Dumb. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Look around your office today. If there's a bunch of hot chicks. Is the cars? Yeah, yeah, it's from uh, Fast Times. Pay attention. Uh, uh, If if there's a bunch of hot chicks in your office, your boss hasn't learned his lesson yet. He's still trying to get laid at work. He's treating it like a sales office. We don't know. These new owners may have a whole new take on this. Take a gander at that. I doubt it, but we'll see. Yeah, maybe Hubbard Broadcasting has a whole hot girl policy, and all these old moms have to get out of this building. 
<laughs> Hot girls can make some sales, I'll tell you that. Heck yeah, that was the old theory over at uh, The Zone. It's just hire a bunch of young college hot chicks to wander into these agencies. Close them? And they'd close. I was doing real estate classes. There's like 50 people in there. I'm 30 of them. Hot, hot broads, chicks. yeah. Hot broads think that real estate's Jesus. a cakewalk, yeah. <laughs> you know what the problem is, and then they realize, oh, it's also work. You have to do work. Because I thought it just meant, thanks for the sale, here's my money. And then they didn't look have to do these, it. Look at these, look at these. Cleavage. Yeah. You want an ugly real estate. You're going to be great at that. Thank you. You want, you want an ugly, awful real estate agent that just sits there and goes, you guys want this house or not? I'm going to work hard for you. Look, I got papers I got to fill out. You're just ruining my day. Another house? You know how much gas costs? <laughs> you buy this one. We don't like this one. It's not you know even how- in a neighborhood with white people. <laughs> you're buying this house. Walking back, otherwise, you buy this house or you're walking home. I'm the decision maker. I help make decisions. I'm like Did, the wolf. Is the new? I rule? think you should do your card. You know how they all have their pictures on it. Yeah. It, whether it's a couple or the the single hot. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. You need to have just picture. the profile, just blank with the question mark in it. It's just a yeah. silhouette of a blank picture. No picture. Eric O'Connell. Right? Right. Yeah. You should just say Eric O'Connell. Don't worry about it. Your wife will not want to. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about it. We're all about houses. Hey. Completely focused on houses because your wife will Just not. Just trying want to, to f- get you a piece of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, look around your office today. If it's loaded up like KUPD is with a bunch of moms and old chicks. Burgers ready. Your boss has learned this lesson. They go in and ask your boss, how come we have a bunch of moms and old chicks? Well, back in 88, I used to bone this girl at work and I got into a little heat. Hot chicks cause nothing but trouble at the office. Nothing. And then they get promoted and everybody's got questions. Even if you're a good hot chick and you show up for work all the time and you're good at what you do and then you get a promotion, all the old ugly moms get mad when you do well. So you, it, there's no winning. There's no winning at hiring a hot girl unless it's at a just bar. Just stay at the strip club. Yeah. Just do what you do best is uh, marry a guy with dull. Or do marry yes. or do Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you can. You can pick out your winner, you know. You have the auto arm that's going to get the prize out of the box every time just by being hot. Why are you working, stupid? Anyway, sorry. It's a little <laughs> social moment there. Fact. But I, for one, respect the fact that nobody here hires hot chicks. The best of homeless morning sickness, 58. Uh, we had a great moment this week. Another uh, Megan 911 occurred uh, up in Sholo. 70 degrees all weekend long. Went up there with Megan's brother. Uh, for a couple days because he's driving back to Albuquerque. I'm like, make it a halfway stop. We'll go with you. We weren't planning on going up, but we did. And uh, raining for like an hour a day, 70 degrees, unbelievable, hanging out up there. And I had some bread. We ate up on the deck and uh, had some bread, and there's a lot of birds. And I said, maybe we should throw the bread out, let the birds eat. And Megan goes, oh, no, don't do it. Why? Won't that make bears? And I said, <laughs> let, let me tell you something about that. First off, that sentence. Uh, when when two bears love each other very much, <laughs> two bears love each other very much. They make bears. Bread and ground and water don't make bears. <laughs> but one of the bread makes bears. Oh, I would never eat bread if that was a threat. <laughs> bear seed, man. I tell you what, that bread ain't sitting right. Sometimes feels like it's making a bear, but it might be the greatest phrase of all time. We better not. Won't that make bears? <laughs> I don't think so. You're going to be in the bathroom a long yeah. time. I'm no scientist. <laughs> but let me say this. Well, what happens, Megan, is the birds eat the bread, get constipated, and then poop out a bear. 
So you're right. That's where bears come from. And one thing bears love is tasty bread. They're big on that. Smell it from miles away. Tasty plain bread. Say you're using fresh bread. Yeah, that's, no, that's we're not baking it ourselves. It's right out of the old wrapper from Safeway. Just tossing bread. Tasty ketchup-covered bread. That's a bear's dream. That's what they search for in all those streams. Salmon again. Yeah. Oh, where's my loaf? That's why you don't see a wildflower bread company in that area. <laughs> that's right. Well, you won't see any bread at all. Every sandwich is they've got two pieces of sandpaper. What's this? Well, we can't possibly risk bread. You know what happens there, right? No. You drop a crumb, next thing you know, we got a bear. Let alone the fact that you're throwing it out there, the birds are going to get it right. immediately. Well, the birds turn into bears if that's the right <laughs> chemistry, right chemical makeup. And you know what I meant. Yes, I did. But if you'd have just structured that a touch differently, it wouldn't have been so hilarious. It's your fault. Won't that attract bears? That would have been all right. Won't that make bears? <laughs> <laughs> How did this happen? Damn it, you made a bear again. I just simply put bread on the ground. Unbelievable. Lesson learned. I didn't know it was a Merlin. The, lo the loaf of bread is like sea monkeys. Yeah, it's exactly what it was. Just add water. Hey, get in the house. I just threw some bread down. Watch this. They're going to fight. We put a whole loaf out there. We're going to get ourselves a grizzly. So, yeah, that's uh, that was, and I laughed for about 45 minutes after that. And that was, was your bro her brother was there, too? Mm, not for that. No, he uh, wasn't there for that. That was after they'd taken off. Do you, do you have talks with her brother like, does he get on her for that stuff? Like, has uh, it been happening her whole or is life? is he similar? No, no, no. Her or brother is similar. Yeah. Her brother is far too kind to ever notice. He doesn't do that no. stuff? Her oh. brother is uh, just the nicest person. Almost like you want to punch him. He's so nice, you kind of want to start a fight with him just to see if he'll he'll do it. And he'll fight back, I'm sure of it. But So he's let her get away with this crap his whole life. Everyone has, because she's she's pretty, and pretty girls can get away with that nonsense forever. That's cute. Yeah. Make bears. And I'm the only one that turns it. Come on. <laughs> this girl. kidding me, this one here? You know what I meant. No, I don't, because you said, won't that make bears? I know what I think you meant, but you might have meant that. Nobody's ever called you out on this before. I don't know if you think bears come from breadcrumbs. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel would have been effed. I mean, a whole trail of bears going back. I made a, I made a horrible mistake this weekend. Lisa's listening to the Spice Girls. Oh, good lord! Yeah, and she's like dancing around, and she she's trying like to get smiling. you to leave. <laughs> and then, and she comes up to me, and she's got a big smile, and I go, I go, you look so unattractive right now. Oh, uh, wow. I'm like, oh crap! Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it that way. I had one. I had the one this weekend that was weird because we went out, <laughs> we went to breakfast and just you know, breakfast stuff. You don't care. So uh, we go there and I didn't notice. And then we come back. And she goes, "Why didn't you tell me I had mascara under my eye?" I'm like, "I didn't see it. You didn't even look at me, did you?" I'm like, "Yeah." I said, "You said I looked pretty." I'm like, "I thought you looked nice this morning." I've got mascara under my eye. You don't even look. Isn't that where it goes? And I'm like, "That's my job is to know you're clean." I didn't see it. I didn't even know what that looks like. And this little speck of mascara was under her eye. And I'm like, I would have never noticed that. Fine. I guess when you say I look pretty, I just have to assume you're, you're lying. And I'm like, you're nuts. But you're a woman. So yeah, I just they're assume all... they're all crazy. So you can't say you, uh, what you say, Eric. I, that is what I meant. What did you mean? 
No, you meant it. Well, Stand no, up I for meant yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you're dancing to the Spice Girls. That's, that's why it's not you're unattractive. You're not getting me all ready. This is, yeah, this right isn't like... This whole situation's unattractive, and you seem to be the catalyst of the whole deal. <laughs> Crap. No. No. That's what I meant. And that's what I just no. said to her. I'm like, yeah, yes, yeah. you're horribly ugly right now. This is an ugly time for you. So she walks away, and she just like, oh, like yeah, I could see. Oh, her. you killed her spice. Yeah, and she started crying. Really? Oh, oh Christ! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not see, that's I why. That, you, you Here's the thing. What did you do? You you haven't learned your own lesson. I, you well, started apologizing. Well, what am I supposed to do? You stand by well, what no you need said. To wet blanket <laughs> that. Oh, right. a, all you need to do is just go. No, I'm not kidding. You the Spice Girls plus you is just awful. That's it's what I, I was about. The Spice Girls. Then you then you clear it up and you say it next. She's like, oh, just say, no, seriously, you plus Spice Girls equals boner non-existence. <laughs> just letting you know for future reference. If you want my boner to go away forever, turn that on and do what you're doing all the time. And kind of keep going with it, because if you start apologizing, then she'll realize, oh, geez, I am unattractive, and now he feels bad for telling me something. Yeah, you got to stick to your guns on that stuff. Well, it's, it's she the, started to, I, after I finally got her calmed down, and she turned the Spice Girls on. I'm doing it to spite you now. The, uh, so, well, you're going to be ugly again for a little while to me. Just know that. Just know how ugly that is to me. You're going to have to find yourself a, a guy out there that likes this. Good luck, because they're all usually uh, blowing another guy. <laughs> yeah, the apology. We haven't learned our lesson from the Gilbert Gottfried on down to the Riley Coopers oh, and Paul Dean. That's right. You something. can't overreact to that. That's the design to make you more wrong. But, but at the same time, if you didn't say anything, nothing would have happened. Right. My, I was spoke his mind. Like, don't yeah, don't turn into a jellyfish and just leave it. Kind of funny too, right? I didn't mean, but mean it, it just that didn't way. Go I was over. even laughing right. when I said it. I just I continue the joke, long. continue the joke, and then when she starts crying, I go, "You're being ridiculous," and then turn up the television. Don't go jellyfish because you've seen the, what happens is she's picking rhubarb in an alley in a couple years, and you're sitting in the thing going, "Oh Christ, she's outside yelling at somebody." Else. Well, I don't have the balls to say anything because she'll cry. So then you just sit there, that neutered individual that doesn't. That's going to be Lisa in a few Well, if he keeps it up, she's going to have all the power and feel like she can go outside and threaten people. Because Eric's just like, I'm done talking to her. Every time I bring up anything, she cries. You think she'll start using that now? Yep. Be careful. The Those tears work. Do it very often. The tears work. Well, I know, but once they see it, it's like puppies. Women are a lot like puppies. Once they see what worked, they, they'll try it again. Maybe not a lot. Maybe I should just get the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Now you should maybe find one. get some wham, put it on, and then start helicoptering your wang around the room to father figure or something, a George Michael song. And then have her go, oh, gross. Oh, really? And watch how they react. You're being an idiot. They wouldn't chase you around if you started crying. Maybe you're right. I'm absolutely right. You can sit there and take Brady's way and sit in your chair and just take it. <laughs> Sorry. You can do the Bob Brenly. No, but you know the result that's going to happen by saying that after no. the fact. What did Bob Brenly say every time? Yeah, I know. He said, uh, yeah. yeah. What was it? I'm sorry. I'm what sorry. Did I... You're right. You're right. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Stupid it was his three things you always say to your wife, no matter what the situation, just so you don't have to deal with it. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah we always opposite. made fun of you that. Always made fun of him. Oh, here what you are. What is he doing? There you go. Giving her all the power. And that, no matter how she behaves... You say you're sorry. Incorrect. When these things happen, I I, I think of like a little John Holmberg and a little Brady yeah. on, on my shoulders. Yep. Which way should I go? Which way should I go? <laughs> Next thing you know, you're sitting Ruin there smiling. Somebody's day. Here's the, no, no, no. Keep that inside. No, no, no. 
You 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 let them face <laughs> the idea that you way. no yeah. And then what happened? You had to sit and listen to the Spice Girls for the next half hour and pretend like it was fun. You can leave the Spice Girls. Can you? Then he's got to walk out of the room, and then you just left. Well, now you're because she was mad at me, so she turned it on. In yeah, the car and, and, you and then he ended up getting listen. more Spice Girls. And you had to listen, and you yeah. couldn't say anything. You can listen to whatever you want. You yeah, got neutered. I did get neutered there. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Man, you got neutered. All these people are emailing about that girl who failed. And I think Alex Plasco has nailed it. He texts me and says, Megan Rutledge, the girl who did the fist pump, crashed her bike and lost the gold medal in the X Games. She'd get a wing in the Smithsonian. Because isn't that what women love when they're heroes? Almost, and then crash. <laughs> right next to Amelia. Put her right next to Miss Earhart, because that's what a female hero is. A girl who almost made it to her destiny but then crashed and burned. And then our black listener, Reggie, fires over the name of the girl who was the snowboarder. Out of nowhere, he goes, Lindsay Jacob Ellis. I'm like, how do you know that? And he goes, useless knowledge, I'm your guy. I'm more blown away that there's a black guy who knows Winter Olympic facts. <laughs> Fringe sport Winter Olympic facts. And the next thing he's going to tell me is on the high school swim team. I might just fall out of my chair. So anyway, what are you going to do? I had to share this because I got an email from somebody that said, uh, uh, like the Megan 911 yesterday with the Bears. I forgot about this. You'll really like this. Because uh, she did the thing where I threw, uh, we'll throw uh, bread on the ground and uh, feed the birds. Will that make bears? No. Uh, when a man bear and a girl bear love each other very much. So I went through the whole speech of how that's not how bears are made. Uh, on our way to Shola, this is another one I was going to tell you yesterday. I forgot. We drive by the Cubs' new facility, which is over on the 202 and 101. We're driving by, and I peek over, and I'm like, man, they did a really good job make, making that look like Wrigley. It's got the lights are the same, and I said, they did a really good job making it look like little Wrigley. Was that on purpose? No, like most construction jobs, they just start pounding and nailing and then step back after hey. four months and go, God, I hope this is something. It looks just like Wrigley. We messed up. We don't. Oh, shut up. You know what I meant. Nope, most construction jobs are just, hey, we got some steel and glue. And actually, no, I don't know what you meant. <laughs> Start Not cramming right. those things together, boys, and hope a stadium happens. <laughs> Do we get any plans? No, no, that's not how construction works. It's all accidents. <laughs> What'd you build? We don't know. Looks like Wrigley, we think. That's perfect. Remember, whatever you do, don't make it look like Wrigley. <laughs> well, you can't do that. When construction, that's a plan. That would be more than what Megan's construction company would come up with. You must wake up every morning. Just, just waiting for one. Yeah. yeah, just what like, gonna, ooh, what's what, going to happen today? <laughs> what are you going to say next? <laughs> every day is a new adventure. Did they do that on purpose? Nope. In fact, our house is an accident. Why? <laughs> this was supposed to be a bank. <laughs> oh, boss, it happened again. We got the materials. We accidentally built the house. God damn it. There's got to be a better way. <laughs> Did they do that on purpose? Gentlemen, we're building a baseball stadium today. And we all know what those look like by memory. And I think that's enough planning for us. So everybody get together and grab a hammer. And start hitting things. Maybe Megan's found her calling. <laughs> yeah. Project manager. Yeah. Guys, here's the plan. Build it. Build what? All right. A baseball stadium. And go. No, they knew they were building a baseball stadium. They didn't have a plan on how that was going to come together. And it just so happened that the Cubs' new facility accidentally looks a lot like the Cubs' Wrigley Field. you got to be kidding me. As they drive away from here, you've got to be kidding me. Did you see what we just did? It looks a lot like Wrigley. 
genius. Has she asked how Ivy gets on the walls or anything like that? Uh, no, I think she gets that one. That one's not. I think she's asked me why, and I uh, don't know. I forgot. I always forget that, and then they always say it in like a Cubs special. I'm like, oh, yeah. I think it was one of the owners thought it was a to protect the players from those bricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that helps. Just throw some ivy up there. They haven't invented padding. <laughs> I don't know. But, yes, accidentally. And I drove her by the dial uh, building. I don't know what they call that thing anymore. It used to be the Greyhound Tower, and then it was the dial V-Ad, and that one downtown. The bar of soap. You know, it's shaped like a football. It's actually a really hard construction design right there. Was that an accident? Yep. They made the most of it, though. <laughs> a lot of good accidents. Hey, all of our steel's bent. And we'll just make the top curvy. Right. Great work, boss. I would like to see that happen where they just reveal, move that bus, and the stadium is just this ramshackled mess. We didn't have plans. We're going to start over. Here's to knock it down and start again. Legos. The best of the morning sickness. All right, let's get this started. Kathy McBride is a city councilwoman in Trenton, New Jersey. On Tuesday... April 2nd, Kathy got a call asking her what the city was doing about blue waffle disease. Oh, God. The guy quoted a few made-up stats, <laughs> sent her a few fake photos. Of bluewaffle.net? Well, that's where he got the photos. Oh, poor lady. Kathy didn't Google it. She didn't do any research. Instead, she went to the city council meeting that night and briefed the council on blue waffle disease. Oh, no. And did she show photos? It's a disease that's already claimed 85 lives. See, right here in Trenton, blue waffle disease is supposed to be a virus that's 10 times greater at this point than the AIDS virus. And then she brings, here are photos. Ah! A reporter who happened to be in the audience said, Somebody like me. Uh, Greatest prank ever. Listen, this is fake. Then uh, someone from the city council other person says, yeah, it's fake. Um, oh, do you know how fast? It's fake, Kathy. And she said, <laughs> at that point, she looked at a couple of things. All right, maybe I'm fooled, but the person who called me, I think, is fooled, too, because <laughs> okay, they Kathy. believe in it. Kathy went into the bathroom the second she heard about this and threw a mirror under it to take a look to see if her head blue waffled a little. I think I might have a little touch of the blue waffle. Right, hang on a second. KUPD disclaimer. Do not visit bluewaffle.net. <laughs> Do not visit bluewaffle.net. There you have it. We're clear, right? And do not visit lemonparty.org. That one's fine. What, what do you got to do that for? Yeah. What's the matter with him today? Jeez. Talking about blue waffle right now. On Wednesday morning, 20-year-old Emily Craig and her boyfriend, Sean Bowden, were at Home Depot in uh, North Charleston, South Carolina. They decided to get it on, even though it was 8.40 in the morning, and the Home Depots aren't... Oh, for some. They're probably a a rotic spot, too. Let's get it on at the depot. Yeah, nothing better than a bunch of day laborers watching you get it going. They found a uh, tough shed to get it on. Oh, yeah. The display one in the store. Oh, inside? Yeah, oh, yeah. That is exciting. Unfortunately, an employee noticed the shed was a rockin'. He knocked it? He, he went to knocking? Can't do that. That's the rules. 
Found them. Uh, the cops got there, and they opened the door. They're Emily and Sean, bottomless. Mm. And junk was exposed. Ah. I thought you meant like the tough sheds they expose on the parking lot sometimes. You can get away with that. Emily's dad mm. had a heart attack. Oh. <laughs> Let me get this straight. My sweet little angel was having sex with a Negro in a tough shed at the Home Depot. <laughs> oh, nightmare. Okay. South Carolina. Officer, can I borrow your handgun? I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> South Carolina. But I love him. You don't understand. He treats me right. <clears throat> if he'd have treated you right, it at least bedded you down in the back of his car. Well, look who's coming for dinner. But he probably doesn't have a car. As a father of a daughter right now, I sometimes think of Danny banging that girl in that... Uh, yeah, that, that uh, Porta John. That Porta John. I'm like, she went home and she kissed... She has a father. She went home and kissed her dad with <laughs> yeah. those lips. Daddy! Daddy, it's so good to see you! How was the concert? We just go! Oh. How was the show I gave you an extra $20 to have fun at? I had sex in a Porta John! <laughs> Sweet dreams! Uh. Oh, her lips were all gooey and creamy. <laughs> Honey, does our daughter smell a little creamy? <laughs> she no, she smells ever. like a portageon. Yeah, she smells like that blue stuff. That oh. I think she smells fresh. <laughs> oh. On Tuesday night, some people... And no no were, dad would ever say, who is this go-getter that nailed my daughter in the portage? <laughs> I want to meet this guy. How'd you guys meet? I met her at a concert. Stuck my willy in the place where she pees. A portage on. <laughs> it was super-sized one, though. Oh, God. Nightmares, yep. nightmares. Hello, Danny. I can't wait. I cannot wait for that day for you. Oh. How you doing, Mr. Arcano? <laughs> Is that a tattoo on your face? Yeah. <laughs> I got it in the jerk. Mm. Daddy, look at me. I'm twerking. <laughs> that three teardrops you got tattooed three? there? Yeah, two of them was real. <laughs> One guy survived that. Take your daughter out to the Olive Garden. <laughs> she then, likes the Olive Garden. Done to a tush shit. <laughs> Are you limping? Yeah. Got shot in the knee. Oh, God. I'm limping because I got three legs. You want to see it? Because <laughs> one of your family members is going to. Hmm. I was one of them, Miss Nook. You, you got $20. Daddy loves you. Is there a way to make her be into nerds somehow? I don't know. I have to force that. got to be careful. Nerds have huge cranks. That's all right. I'd rather be into nerds. But see, Chinaman. Nerds. That's what you need to get her interested in. <laughs> nerds will put her all over the internet. Yeah, that's true, too. You got that, the revenge. You get a Chinaman. All get her, over. You should start watching some shows. And go, God, I wish I was Chinese. Those guys are just dashing as can be. <laughs> just trainer, indoctrinator at age three on to okay. think that Japanese and Chinese are just the best-looking dudes in the world. And Very then uh, your, your little daughter will never feel the punishment of huge crank. But don't let her watch any football. Oh, that could be a mistake. Yeah, yeah, she's into sports. Yep. Ah, crap. She sees that. That's a catch-22, though. You'll turn her. Don't worry. Yeah, what am I going to do? Ooh, you're you're to so make. passionate about it, it'll turn her off. You think? Eventually. Yeah. Especially if you start throwing stuff at him. Like, ah, 
You know, I just thought of that. If the in-laws like you, that's basically them saying, he has a small dick. <laughs> yeah. That's There's leak. no way an in-law would like you if they thought you were hung. I think that's why white yeah, dads have hated black guys mind. for so many years. It should be. For, for years, they, it they're concerned be. about It's not about that. your color. It's about, yeah, the, size it's about your... the size of your wang, uh, what you're doing to my daughter. Yeah, sweet little angel. Laying what there, if they, laying what there if they like the daughter? The in-laws like the daughter because she she's got. I think it's different. For, it's totally different for girls. No, totally different for girls. We've watched enough porn in our time. Yes, you know, you know what's happening. That poor little girl. She's got a father, and those eyes are like. Gah! It's the that fine line of pleasure and horrible pain that we love to watch so much online because <laughs> we can't provide that for anyone in real life. <laughs> It's fantasy. It is fantasy. That's why, man, I'd like to make a girl make that face someday. <laughs> but I don't own a Louisville slugger. <laughs> I've got a doggy new. All right, make it so. Hey, players, this is B. Dizzle. This is your doggy new. Is that a new name? Yeah, I yeah. tried to change it up a little bit. Dizzle, man. Anyway, this guy in Jackson, Tennessee. Gave his dog to an animal shelter because he caught his dog humping another male dog, and he didn't want a gay dog. The dog's an American bulldog mix who's completely healthy. He's not American. He's French. And because of overcrowding at the shelter, he was scheduled to be put down yesterday. For being gay. Fortunately, a woman who regularly rescues dogs from the shelter found out about the story, posted it on Facebook. People freaked out. Tons of people offered to adopt the dog. The shelter was flooded with calls and visitors. And someone actually did adopt the dog. Yesterday afternoon, the uh, representative of the shelter says, I've had about 10 million calls. 10 and, uh, million 10 calls. Million. That's a heck of a lot of calls. Busy day for that's that a, person. A big bill. Yeah. It's Chuck Arteague running the phone. The there. dog is in good hands. <laughs> Chuck always uh, use a little hyperbole or exaggeration for the phone calls. Like Scoob, I got you, buddy. Wow. Hi, Scoobs. The Tennessee man mm, who dumped the dog. That good. You've been eating a lot of Scooby snacks. Let me get in there. Right, Shraggy. The uh, guy that Freeze dropped the dog off. off. Sorry, Brady. I was busy <laughs> having gay sex with dogs. And he just kept interrupting butter. me. There's something on your anus, Scooby. Like you guys are getting along great, Scoob. <laughs> the guy that dropped the dog off originally because it was humping a male dog says there's two things I knew why this dog was gay. Humping the other dog and he perked up when I put Barbara Streisand music That up. makes you gay. You have Barbara Streisand music. Why are you playing Barbara Streisand? Testing. He was testing. Oh, I see. I'm B. Dizzle and that's your doggy new. Be Dizzle, that's so hip, Brady. It is. So, it's 1992. Be Dizzle. <laughs> Be Dizzle Dazzle. On Sunday, 33 year old Caesar Garcia, Guadalupe. Arizona? Yep. Right here? Right here, right here one in, mile, in our one mile square. He was arrested for a minor crime. Apparently, that inspired him to commit a bunch of major crimes on. About 10.40 a.m. on Sunday, police in Chandler spotted Caesar uh, hanging around uh, outside a store drinking a beer. They took him to the police station. 
hit him with a misdemeanor citation for open container. Not a big deal. Right. But when they discharged him a few minutes later, he went on a real crime spree. Walked out on the police station, saw an ambulance sitting there, decided to take that for a ride. All right. Drove the ambulance back to his house. When the (laughs) cops got there, he started punching and kicking. Yeah. So now he's looking at felony charges for motor vehicle theft, aggravated DUI, aggravated assault on police officer. Plus, he still has that open container charge. Yeah, that's going to be the the cherry on top. Guadalupe News is national yes. news. Taking air, an ambulance for a joyride. Back to Guadalupe. You're going to get caught. Did he take any calls while he was uh, yeah. rolling around? <laughs> oh, you know, I should probably help that guy out. Hello, my name is Cesar, and I'm here to perform CPR. My husband's dying. My chest is up here. The worst thing ever. Please help, man in tattered rags. Okay, hold my beer. Hold my open beer, please. Okay, here we go. You're blowing in his face. It's the CPR. Give me a beer, hold on. Do you have any chips and salsa? Do you know what I could go for right now? (laughs) Please, save my husband. Okay, okay, we get to those things. I could go for a little snack. It's been a while. Is he hot in here? They said the ambulance was tagged. It said uh, ambulance and landscaping. (laughs) Spray painted underneath. (laughs) I tell you what, I think he's a goner. But I give you one month free because you got a problem with weeds and your oleanders have the blight. Oh, that's good. My oleanders have blight and my husband's dead. Quite the entrepreneur. See, (laughs) emergency (laughs) landscaping. His leaf blower is the breath of life. (laughs) (laughs) He just pulls all his equipment out of the back of the ambulance. Get his leaf blower onto his face and (laughs) fire it up. He blows air into his lungs. <laughs> My name is Cesar. Do you have a body dying in your house? Do your oleanders have blight? Call emergency landscaping and CPR services. I'd be there in a jiffy. When does he start running ads on our stage? <laughs> he has to. <laughs> Hola, it's Cesar. <laughs> so I say, say mowing the grassy and the lady, she fall down. I bandage her leg and trim her weeds. All in the same afternoon. Well, there's crosshot or rootrot. <laughs> Just suffering from cancer, so is your yard. <laughs> I can probably fix both. I'm Caesar, emergency landscaper. Headline scrubs? Ah, your, your little cherub child fall out of tree, huh? I can fix his leg and the tree he fell out of. Gato in the tree. Emergency landscaper. I have my own ambulance. Complete with all the medical things you would ever need and all the supplies for trimming of your yard. This is my partner, Jeff. He craps in alleys. <laughs> he is also good at CPR. <laughs> he is very good at CPR. Do you have age? I can't help that. But I can make your lar- yard look great on your dying days. So what's your home base, Circle B? Yeah, yeah I got the other thing. We have a tree limb down and a kid with a broken leg. Hey, money. Caesar. 
Okay, what would you like me to do first? A mow and blow or save your husband's life? We do bad. need a mow and blow. <laughs> Tell you what, fire up the mower and I'll keep him around. The sun is setting, man. Replace the sprinkler head here and then revive my wife. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> your dog is chewing up all your sprinkler heads. <laughs> For a little extra, I can fix that. As simple as mending a broken leg of your child. <laughs> Last week, 43-year-old Jim Andrews of St. Petersburg. was racist. <laughs> All I asked you to do is pay me on time and hold my beer. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's stereotyping. It's awesome. Stereotyping. It's true. You don't see a lot of uh, that. Anyway, ever. Earlier this month, a woman in Guangzhou, China, named A. Zhen. Oh, wow. This is uh, the most stereotypical racist thing I've ever heard. Oh, they don't even try. My name is A. Zhen. What's your last name? Huoman. <laughs> Asian Huoman. Asian woman, really. Or maybe her middle name's Wo. They are billions of us. We are out of names ideas. Asian woman. <laughs> This is my brother, Asian man. <laughs> she was having a problem. She worked at a spice shop and had a thing for her boss, but he didn't seem to have the same feelings for her. He wasn't into Asian women. A ghostbuster <laughs> named Huang Jinjun. Ghostbuster? Yep, a ghostbuster. A serious ghostbuster? Yep. Heard about her Asian. situation and contacted her. He told her her problem was ghost are in her lady parts. It's in the Far Eastern sequel. Oh, is that right? I didn't know. She has ghosts in the vagina. And fortunately, he had a ghost-busting solution. Pounded out of her. Convince Jin that he could remove the ghost by catching them with his junk. <laughs> so they had sex to dumb. exercise the ghost. She paid $3,279 for paid the privilege. Him? Elect him to something awesome. Who are you going to what a business. Your problem is a ghost in a picture. I'll get rid of that from Ishan Woman. He is uh, standing by his ghost-busting technique. Of course he is. Yeah, he he is. told the uh, cops he was a virgin who'd sacrifice his virginity to help her. It's a big step. Thank I you. I wonder if that would work here. Like, I'm sure it would with all those ghost hunter shows, all these idiots that are into the ghosts. Yeah. My name is Asian woman. My problem is a no Asian man around me. I can help. What's he in trouble for? Like, I need you to say boo, boo, boo. Yeah, he manipulated a dummy. What that happens at bars every Friday. What did he do wrong? Yeah, nothing. What'd she we paid do, him, right? It's not like well, he's, he's not the prostitute. prostitute. He is the prostitute. She what? paid him. Yeah, she paid him. So that makes him the prostitute. But uh, not sure the she's just in dumb. China if it's legal or not. It's not. But she's just dumb. Yeah. I, mean, I think that the so lesson is... You win, is, dude. Yeah. The lesson is that she spent $3,000. How many guys have been duped by that? I've spent thousands of dollars on this girl. She boned me, and the next thing you know, she's gone. And it turned out the whole thing was lies. It's dating. That's called dating. She's just seen it from the guy's perspective. At this but, point. you know, I'm sure he did some other stuff that he could, you know, did some... Um and what if he was right? You know, pre-ritual dancing or whatever. Yeah, you don't, you don't know, know what the fee wrong. is yeah. or was the fee Go up front. Go check for ghosts in there right now. I bet you they're gone. 
did it work for her. Yep. So she got no complaints. That's a service, man. He needs to get a van. Yeah. And and did the uh, or, uh, ambulance? Did the guy she was after originally fall for her now? Now that the uh, we ghost, don't know. We don't know the follow up. This needs to be on bio. I have a problem. I would love to date you, but I have a ghost in the pussy. What? I can't go out with you. A ghost that eat your dick. I don't know what you're saying, but I think you said you had ghosts in your pee hole. Where in China? Jing-jing. For China. Have you seen Where's, that show? Where's that? Celebrities that see ghosts and all that. Oh yeah, no, we had when Tommy Davidson was here. We asked yeah. him. He said it was all fake. I said, <laughs> did, did you really have ghosts? I said, did you really have ghosts? Check. He goes, I just took the check. <laughs> he goes, it was based loosely on. No, a- it wasn't. It was not based on anything. Loosely. Remember, he said it wasn't based on anything. He said I wanted to talk about my mother. It was like a cathartic thing, and they offered me this deal, and then said. Uh, so he made up a ghost. Made up ghosts, and they, I, they I like him. it had haunted him, and they said that they gave him scripts and things, and said it wasn't even his house. I want to go to all the like the female celebrities that seen the ghosts. Maybe I can get the yeah. ghosts out of their vagina. Especially that girl from My Name Is Earl. Oh yeah, she has ghosts. You know the problem is they're attracted to your vagina because <laughs> it haven't. I can hadn't, help you. Hadn't had my ugly stick in it. <laughs> you remember a while back uh, that. Cirque du Soleil performer that threw out the first pitch at the Padres game. No. She did that. Uh, oh yeah, the scissoring. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of neat. There's a new one on Saturday. This uh, actress, actress slash taekwondo expert, threw out a pitch. This one's even better. She does a erotic flip. Oh, Padres game again? Nope. Oh. This one was. Uh, it's great because the uh, gotta sell tickets somehow out there. The play-by-play guys are... Her name is Tammy? South, Cor- South Korea. What is it? Tammy is her name. She's a South Korean named Tammy? And there's no audio to this? There was when I um, checked it out the first time. There's nothing on it. Plug her in. This plug? No, nothing. I'll just put that on our Facebook page. Bummer, because the audio is... Oh! oh. <laughs> I love Korean. <laughs> Korean baseball audio is the best. Were they eating cookies, Brady? I think so. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Fortune cookies. <laughs> yes. Korean ones. <laughs> Be grateful you're in this <laughs> She's hot, too. Yeah, she have a ghost in the pussy. Ah, the slow motion. Oh, yeah, all right. Uh, he goes in the pussy for sure. Not going to go to pussy. That was uh, Bob Bradley on the Asian Network. Yeah, he's good. I heard Bob say that about a girl throughout the first pitch here. I bet she's got ghosts in her pussy. You're talking about her face, right? Oh, yeah. A glorious, glorious puss. Why would her cat be haunted, Bob? Ah, you're dumb, Steve Berthune. <laughs> I'd like to knock the ghost out of that. That's a great way to say you, you're like old women. Man, what I wouldn't give to knock the ghost out of that box. <laughs> I bet your dead husband's still in there.
haunting it. You think we'll have some ghouls out at the bars this weekend trying to use oh, that? Oh, yeah. Way? Try it. Find a dumb chick. It's, it's it works. And you never know. If she if that's, if she says that to you, I watch all those ghost shows. Did you watch Bios ghost shows? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I heard? <laughs> Chicks can get them inside their... Uh, the only way to get them out... Ectoplasm. <laughs> it's my ectoplasm. You hear noises at night? That's coming from your... Can we bring another guy? Oh, God, no. We can't cross streams. It's all mine. Gross. Other girls help, though. Other girls they will be there, yeah. Get that definitely. Out. No stream crossing there. <laughs> in fact, the only way to do it is to document it on tape, too. I have to videotape you and this girl. <laughs> Ghost hunting. And then I'll come in and finish it off. Yeah. I'll, and I'll, I'll put once the... Once it's staggered. I'll seal it. <laughs> I don't think the ghost is in the Light front side. Yeah. Light is green. Box is secure. Literally. Box is clean. Uh, box box is secure. Clean. We're going to have to remove it from the mouth now. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at that. You've got a ghost. Oh, it's floating up in your mouth. Ghost uh-huh. in your butthole. There's one in the back. <laughs> oh, geez. This is no good for Keeps you. moving around. Why don't you go wash it and then come back out here and we'll take care of that one. Make sure you get in there. How'd it go? Mouth. But ears all clear to clears. All of my orifices. Nose. <laughs> the dumbest eyes. woman on earth. He even said I had two in the palms of my hands. <laughs> there was one on my chest. And my sister. <laughs> <laughs> we cleared them out. My whole sorority had ghosts. Third floor. Yep. That's good ghost hunting, son. 7% of kids today will end up in the same job as their mother or father. Hmm. It's weird, isn't it? When they follow in their footsteps. It's weird how that happens. Brady, you were supposed to. Your dad told me that once. We had hopes that Tom or Brady would, uh, would both follow Between in Between my footsteps. brother and I, yeah. And then Tom went off and was brilliant and smart, and uh, we thought Brady can do it. But uh, we didn't really give him a chance. We knew after year two. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were in it, right? You did it for a little bit with him. During the summer? Yeah. yeah I'd hope. You realized, screw this. Well, because it was like three generations, wasn't it? Grandpa, yeah, dad, great and grandfather. It was great grandfather. So you'd have been the fourth. Yep. And you said, screw you. This business no, is closed. No, that it, it would have been more, but during my dad, dad's tenure, when he was the uh, president of the company, my grandfather and his brother, they uh, decided to sell the company. Because they saw the writing on the wall of the future. Mm. Yes. They didn't want that grand boy to get... <laughs> You realize that I'm actually a star. I don't need to do AC heating repair. My old man was in radio, so that kind of... Yeah, that, there you go. That works. So we're basically only one out of four. So you're here. a few uh, years away from being a blackjack dealer. Yeah. That's my next move. <laughs> Talk you have about to follow in all of his Poker, things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Right down the line. Pit boss. Rick and On E-Rick. a cruise ship. Yeah. That's pretty solid right Oh, wow. Yeah, that would combo both his loves. Cruises. I would be his favorite son ever. <laughs> you get the family ring. You know what? You get to float free. Oh, right. God. Yeah. Save him huge amounts of money. <laughs> While you're stealing from him at the blackjack table. <laughs> Not my money, Dad. A mathematician named John Littlewood wrote a book in 1986. We feel bad we talked about our father so long. Toledo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Right. <laughs> wow. What an asshole. He doesn't know who his dad is. I didn't think he'd do it. It doesn't exist. It's fun for everyone. Oh, he exists. Not to you. So you what does I'm he do? Jerk. You know what he does? Guy. He uh, works in a gold mine in Montana. <laughs> That's what gold they say. It's <laughs> a hilarious lie. <laughs> He's a gold miner. 
He actually pans in a crick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't say which gold mine. My, my real dad's a prospector, and he's got millions. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting on a gold mine. Someday he'll come back, and it'll all be mine, and you'll see. I just picture old man Toledo now. <laughs> sitting on the side of the mountain. I'm sitting on a gold mine. Like a long, old, scraggly beard. And he slayed the bumble. <laughs> now shake that sleuth box. He was a dentist. <laughs> shake that sleuth box. You don't know. Toledo might get that golden. Ah, some will. You. My dad's a gold miner. That's awesome. Brady's like, well, my dad did HBAC work. My dad's construction. Your dad's real. My dad's a gold miner. <laughs> Have you ever spoken to him? Once in seven, but still. Jeez. Your story rules. Still rules. you got to start penning that book. Call Still, it. I think if his dad, you know, if we had the uh, day where you bring your dad in to talk to the class, yeah. Yeah. when the gold prospector came in, that would be oh, pretty awesome. Well, there was always that kid in second grade. You where, dig? And yeah. then you stirred around like that? And there's a nugget. No, kids! Be the best dad. Little Dick Toledo don't see a penny of it, neither. <laughs> then when you're done, you drink whiskey. I don't have a dad either, Richard. Uh, say you do. My dad's a spaceman! You lost him to the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> he chose the mountains over here. Uh, I'm gonna go hide. I mean, mine for gold. In the hills of Mont Montana. Then don't look for me, boy. Don't look for me. Right class, we're gonna change things up, and next week is bring your grandmother uh, yeah. to school. Oh, oh no. boy, you don't want that one in Toledo's world. <laughs> Stop talking about how awesome it was to have a dad, Brady. <laughs> no, tell me more. The grandma show up in the stockings and everything. Yeah. You'll see. Still. still he still believes the story his mom told him. He's up in the mountains mining for gold, and someday he'll come down and give it back to you. Okay. You're like 40 plus, still telling that tale. This dude's at a bar. I got a boy. Works down in somewhere. Phoenix somewhere. He probably has a couple bucks I can borrow. He's on the radio. <laughs> he does radio stuff. Maybe you'll get a note. I got a claim, but I need some money. <laughs> He's a Nigerian. Yes. <laughs> I need $10,000. I can turn it around for you quick. Look, I know I ain't been a good daddy, but I'm going to try now. I mean it. It's good to be on top, isn't it? We have his theme music. We have him standing right outside. His new album came out yesterday. He is an unbelievable friend of the show and a star unlike any other. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the great captain, James Tiberius Kirk, on this day that Gravity is Eric's dream movie. Space movie, number one in the country, Gravity. I'm excited. And an expert on space it. films is here. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. William Shatner is here. It's good to be here. Great to see you all again. And me. Part of your show. Brady. Yo. You're looking quite good. Thank you, Bill. Eric. You're yeah. going to see Gravity tonight. I feel bad for you. Knowing the ending. You know the ending, too? I predicted the ending when I first saw the previews. Clooney and Ed Harris both end up 
through the entire thing. I don't think that's right. Bullock tries to get away. The threesome is too strong. She gets it both, and they f***ed it up. Gravity! It's every man's dream to have sex in space. Ah, did you ever have sex in space? Well, um, I guess you did. Of course I did. Yeah. Green, yellow, blue, I didn't discriminate. <laughs> I had sex with all sorts of people. <sighs> Even Toledo's mother. <laughs> she gets around. Was getting around so much she was out in space a few times. That's grandmother. Was that more of a documentary? <laughs> yes. Toledo's grandmother in space. <laughs> Let's f*** <laughs> And we did. It seemed logical. You excited about your album, Ponder I'm the Mystery? Very excited about my album. I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> when I banged Toledo's grandmother in space. We called it space hogging. <laughs> and then of course the song. <laughs> so it's not just going hogging, it's My space hog. going space Father, hog. Mother. Yes. Space hog wrote a song. They also space hog. Oh, Delita's hooker grandma. You're going to cover that on your next album. Space hooker. TJ Space Hooker. <laughs> That's the direction we're going with this one. I want to play a game. Okay. I'm a game show host. All right. It didn't go too well for you. I didn't want to keep going. Oh, Ratings were great. We were singing, I dancing. Just got bored. Game show was all in one. It was. I great. like to sing. I like to dance. Pretty creative. A little seltzer in your pants. <laughs> Oh, it's online one. Andrew, are you there? I'm here. Welcome to the show, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Have you ever killed your wife? No. Neither have I. I swear. You guys have so much in common. One for one with Andrew. Andrew, I'm going to give you clues about a sci-fi space character. You tell me. Who that character is, and we'll give you a prize. Ready? Ready. I am the bald replacement of a superior captain. I am a subpar version of Captain Kirk. Captain Picard. That's exactly right. That's what. That was a softball. By the way, gravity's horrible. You didn't like gravity. Hey, come on, <laughs> settle down. What about the film? Did you hate the most? You what? know it. Without... Boy. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Don't even don't even start. Hang up on this guy. I have to let you go. Hang up on this guy, Bill. Please hold. I think he just gave the ending away. I'd like to give a shout-out to somebody in town here. Phoenix. My friend, Peter. <laughs> the stuttering waiter at PLT. Hey, called me. He's a good man, Bill. I want a steak for free. We have our first winner. Let's try. Nick! I'm here. Of course you are. I answered the phone. Nick! <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I know. Stop saying that. <laughs> Nick! Yes, sir. Are you there? <laughs> I'm here. Of course you are. Are you a sci-fi superhero? Superstar? Super fan? No, those guys are queers. I agree. <laughs> what do you mean you agree? I'll give you clues. A sci-fi character. You tell me who it is. Are you ready? Sure. By the way, have you ever had a dilithium crystal in your ass? <laughs> I have. 
It was awesome for me, too. One in my ass right now. It's pretty nice. Not gonna lie to you. Here's your clue. Are you ready? Nick, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Ava! Ava! <laughs> ooh, ooh, I know, I know. Ava! Ava! I know. Up. <laughs> That's it? That's it, Ava? That's Ava! It. That's all you need. That's the only line in the movie. <laughs> Ava! <laughs> I'll try to do it more like the character himself. Eva! You have to give characters, Brady, if you're going to give hints. Like, Woody. Woody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you have an idea? Who this no. incredible character in space was? Uh, Woody. Eva! Mike. Eva. <laughs> I got no idea, brother. Eva. <laughs> Something else. Nick, are you black? No. Mexican? I'm white, but you what? You sound a little bit like someone we wouldn't have taken to space. If you've ever noticed, there aren't many foreigners with us on our travels. Anyway, sorry, incorrect, Nick. You lose. Goodbye. That was so easy, Bob. Are you there? I'm here. Let's go to talk to Bob. Are you ready? Yep. Eva. <laughs> Eva. Eva. Nelson. Nelson? Nope. You don't have any guess at all? No, sir. Thanks for calling. Bob! <laughs> Doesn't know either. Probably the easiest clues I've ever given. Yeah, maybe you should just do a different Never! One. Jason! <laughs> no? Oh, are you there? I'm here. Do you think you know it, Jason? Uh, I'm pretty sure I know it. Let's have your guess, or do you need the clues read again? Uh, can I hear it one more time? Of course you can. And here they are. You're, you're a good actor. Eva! Eva? E Eva, right? Eva! Wally. Wally! About hey! time. Well done. Boom! Boom goes to dynamite. <laughs> Eric, I want to treat you like Toledo's hooker grandma and circle Uranus <laughs> with my pink rocket. What? You're not gay, are you? Gravity! Space travel. Oh. The planet Uranus. Oh, okay. I was my big, big rocket <laughs> plunging is out meant. of Uranus's atmosphere. <laughs> Why are you flying a I'm pink in. rocket? I'm out, so I can be seen in space. If I wore a black Safety. rocket, people couldn't see me. <laughs> okay. I'd up like Homer, get hit by a car. <laughs> a space car. Hello. Oh, who are you? It's Will. Will. Are you there? I am here. <laughs> Good to talk to you, Will. Don't you know how to answer a phone? <laughs> Come on. I didn't call him. <laughs> Will. Hello. Are you there? I need to know. <laughs> I'm here. I couldn't hear you for a second. Turn your hearing I aid up a little. I got nervous. I didn't want to. But I did. I'm black. I'm badass. And insubordinates will not be tolerated on my ship. <laughs> okay. Those are my clues. <laughs> I'm black. I'm badass. I'm... It's more than this. We'll not be tolerated on my ship. Black! Come on, you're a, you're a sci-fi nerd, right? Badass. It's more than this. We'll not be tolerated on my ship. <laughs> I have no idea.
Not even a guess? Not even anything. Uh, um, I can't remember the guy's name. Here's another question. What's blackened in space? <laughs> Will Smith? Sometimes. Incorrect. <laughs> Sometimes. I wanted to let Toledo know to watch out for something. His grandma suffered from quite horribly, actually. She had a string of Klingons hanging to her anus. It's hereditary. Don't you think every movie is actually a space movie because we're on Earth and Earth, Earth is in space? Is in space. <laughs> there I am. <laughs> Look, there I am again. Hello? Yeah, we got to turn your radio You're heading to the lake house. We're all having a stroke. He's at the lake house. Sandra Bullock, stop turning your radio up. I'll scream back at myself. Hello? 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 What is your name? Is it Con? My name's Dan. Con! Are you there? I need to know if you're there. I'm here. Come in. Transmission failed. Eva. Eva! I'm black. There I am again. Uh, hello? Hello? <laughs> Haven't turned down your radio uh, yet. He doesn't understand how this works. Talking to the radio. Yeah, my radio sound. Bill, I think you got to hang What planet hang are you from, Brenda? <laughs> I'm hearing you in the background. Of course you are. Because <laughs> you're an idiot. Because your radio's off. Are you hot right now? No, my radio's off. And you're still hearing me in the background, which means I'm in the foreground. <laughs> You're actually hearing Here? me as I speak to you. Far. Now turn your radio back up. There I am again. Now I hear you in the background again. There's two backgrounds. You need to turn around. I think he's special. You need to go home. <laughs> special space <laughs> program from NASA. We launched a bunch of mentally challenged kids into the uh, atmosphere. Found one. I'm furloughed from NASA. To see if they could come back. And we had a success of one. And here he is on the line now. What's black? Lives in space. But insubordinates will not be tolerated on his ship. I have no idea. Thanks for calling. <laughs> what a treat that guy was. Space. The final frontier for white people. To get away from all other races. We've invented a spacecraft to get away from the blacks. We'll take one. As long as it's female. And hot. Great looking. And willing to perform. <laughs> Eric, do you have a cloaking device over your waist? Because it looks like there's nothing in your pants. <laughs> get one, Bill. Thank you, Brady. I think we've had about enough of you. I'll try one more person then. Oh, God. It's back to space. Who is this? Shane. Shane! Another great oh. space movie. <laughs> Set in the wilds of the West. Shane in space. Shane rode his horse too far. Found a black hole. <laughs> Do you think you know the answer to this, Shane? I hope so. I'm black. Badass. And insubordinates will not be tolerated on my ship. Is it Darth Vader? Darth Vader is correct. Oh. Hold up. That was painful. <laughs> For who? Me. Uh, okay. Realizing. Sorry, I didn't have all the that space exploration and learning and knowledge was wasted 
on the mushhead brains <laughs> of Earth. We got some dolphins out in the hall for you. <laughs> dolphins. That's what we should be focused on. But seriously, Bill, do you agree? Getting fatter. Every movie ever made is a space movie because we're on Earth and it's in space. I can't find any problem with that. Spock! See? I it told you guys. seems logical, Captain. <laughs> Spock says it's logical. You, sir. I knew I was right about Darn that. Darn idiot savant. <laughs> Thank you. All movies are space movies. <laughs> yes. Can't wait to tell Holmberg. All of them. Eric, there's a term for you out in space. You wouldn't know because you've never been. Yeah. You're known as a space galoid. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that like a general of an army or something? That's exactly what it is. Yes. A very general army. <laughs> Super strong. Very strong. Awesome. You know what a tangle they've had to have. Shoot them from a distance, yes. Watch their giant melon heads explode. You can bag meteorites. Sandra Bullock in the end. What? <laughs> Get out of here. I have to go. Gravity is making my stomach hurt. It's time for duffins. Brady, show me the duffin. Right table. this way, Jimmy. Your pants. Jimmy. Jimmy. My name's Bill. <laughs> James Kirk. Character. Oh. Totally different. <laughs> Why not just call me DJ? <laughs> I went with Jimmy. Show lasted longer. Brady likes the wall. You want us to buy your album? Yes. Buy my record. It's called Space Hooker. <laughs> no, it's not. I think it is. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> He's working on another one. Oh, <laughs> that's the next one, right? Okay, yeah, right. Okay. That's it. Well, there you go. James Tiberius Kirk, right there for y'all. And I just, I understand that in gravity, from what that caller said, Sandra Bullock has a thing. Hey! Does she or doesn't she? Why are you trying to ruin? I'm not. That guy ruined it for me. I didn't know the end until he said that thing about Sandra Bullock. This isn't a game. We're not playing a game. No, it's not a game. <laughs> this is my life. That's right. This is the happiness of your life depends on this movie being unspoiled, <laughs> the unfettered experience. Don't ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> ah! And whatever happens, I knew he told me. <laughs> You'll be getting a text. I know. Right after the movie. The pig dies. <laughs> or the pig lives. I already know. It's okay. There you go. William Shatner here. Uh, buy his record. Space Hooker. Under the mystery. Under the mystery, too. <laughs> In your face, just like you like it. It's the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, Caliendo's Frank Caliendo's still sitting in here with us. And Frank, you're a you're a political minded guy. Yeah, totally. You got stuff, you know, you get stuff on your brain a lot about uh, politics and how silly things can get and everything else. We did the story this morning that the AP no longer will put the word illegal in front of immigrants because they think it dehumanizes the illegal uh, uh, immigrant. <laughs> the illegal immigrant. <laughs> so we've come up with a better phrase undocumented dickheads that we <laughs> think is going to be the thing Sheriff Joe will use from now on. Boy. Well, I can't say illegal anymore. I got in trouble. So undocumented dickheads. Uh, and now people are like, well, wait a second, because I'm getting all these emails about it. If you can't use illegal in the news, and it is, people don't realize it, AP uh, filters 88% of stories that come to news organizations. The AP's response, whether they use them or not, it's different. 88% of all stories filter through the AP, which is huge amount. It's still amazing all because of how fast the news travels that they, sure. they can get their hands on. But they, they distribute stories, whether, yeah. it's, whether it's the first one or not. 
they distribute stories to news outlets, and they get 88% of the stories through them. And they look at it and say, oh, if the AP's not using right. it, then we... I'm not saying they're breaking 88% of right. the stories, okay. but they filter and write the stories for newspapers to rewrite for uh You're going to do it the way the AP delivers right. it. Right. You have an AP wire in most uh, media outlets that send the stories, and now they've decided not to use the word illegal immigrants because it's dehumanized. They call it the I word. And so it's going to go to this whole... Uh, you what know, are they using now? What is Mitt, it? Undocumented. Undocumented what? Immigrant. In, uh, but immigrants still okay. Immigrants fine. Undocumented immigrants fine. Which is the same thing someone points out they used to do uh, for Italians when without papers, without papers. became WAP. Right. So when uh, you know an undocumented immigrant or a UI, I don't know how they're going to make that a thing, but like an UI. And so people have come you up with we no. How Let's about the other guy doing some stuff for me? How about John Jeffers? Saying instead of illegal, I now call them non-legal tannies. See, oh, now this geez. is this is my yeah. point earlier. My point earlier was by taking away the word illegal, you're going to take the people who are already like thinking that everybody's being way too soft on the immigration thing and turn them into blatant racists. But that's probably what they want, right? Because well, they want people to they want the other side to look to crazy. Be crazy. That's true. That's what every, that's everything nowadays. Though. But why doesn't the side that's saying you can't say words look crazy? Why do they never look crazy? Why is it that the side that always says, can't say that word, that's a dirty word because I said so, and now it's now it's a blanket across all the news, so we won't even hear it in the news anymore. So it'll start seeming, you know, uncommon, and then when somebody does say it, like, oh, you're not supposed to say this. You can't word. call him a murderer. How come that's not crazy? Uh, you know, th- there's got to be somebody who does something fun with it, you know, and does the uh, undocumented workers, undocumented, which means illegal. <laughs> but you can't say that. No, but no, the I word. But but you're not saying it with the term. You're saying it by yourself. It's just if you even associate it, it dehumanizes them. You don't understand how human they are until you say that. <laughs> Here's the other side of it. Most of the people that are undocumented illegal alien worker people don't speak enough English to understand they're being I dehumanized. I, I think I have it figured out. Why don't we call them work molesters? Still, you keep your eyebrow up, like, okay, I don't like the sound of that. You just bad humanize them. Yeah, yeah, you just humanize them, but not not necessarily in a good way. You, uh, they're very molesting the system. System molesters. Yeah. Sheriff Joe would go for that, wouldn't he? Got a whole safe house filled with system molesters. I like this, Brady. I fell on broke my arm because I'm 105. <laughs> Will you get Chris Hansen in on it? Yeah. Do I know system molesters. I like that. They're system molesters. That humanizes them <laughs> and keeps it so we know that they're not good, that they're doing wrong. Right? No. You don't concur on system molesters? You can, you can no. really have I mean, I'm not going to say that's okay. I don't <laughs> you don't like that? What's wrong with that? I don't What's better, system molester or illegal? Uh, I just don't like, you know what immigrant. I don't like? I don't like them changing words. Just to try and make something seem more okay. If it's not, right. if you're, it, it, the, like, I, I'm good with, for me, it's kind of weird, uh, the whole thing, because I, I'm not against people being able to come to this country, but do it the legal way. Sign the guest book. Yeah, and figure out how to, it, and fix that system. Yeah. Quit molesting but, the yeah, system. They, they, that's both sides saying. play the politics of it first. And then they did. They're not trying to fix it. They're just trying to play the politics, to, you know, yeah. to get voters. And, and that's what Jay Leno called them: undocumented Democrats. Undocumented Democrats, <laughs> which is a great joke. Which is, you know, <laughs> and one of them will take the job he doesn't want anymore. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon, you're from Mexico. <laughs> Hola, Jimmy Fallon. Is Jimmy a Mexican? I yeah, see, see, see. I said, "Como estás?" He said, uh, "Muy bien." <laughs> I didn't know that. See, me neither. 
<laughs> so you learned some. Uh, is he legal? That, that was another thing that I saw. Like they're, they, they, in uh, New York, they're, they have a tax break just for the Tonight Show to go there. Have you seen that? Is that true? That's so moving back I, to New York City. I mean, so it's on the internet. I Wikipedia. Mm, and then on the other so side, it's, it's a show that has up. to have been on television. And relocate from another show that's been on television for at least five years in another state. And that's really, the, that's the only thing that could. Be. <laughs> that's amazing. Let's do it. Let's move our show. Does it count on radio? Yes, not. We get a tax break. I don't know if we yes, pay not. that. I don't know if we pay taxes. <laughs> Chuck is so old. He's we get a tax break. I'm literally grandfathered in on taxes. <laughs> literally, I was around before them. We used to give stones. <laughs> so I still pay my. I get drilled in the nuts by the stone tax. I He's give away to lots of boulders. From the War of 1812. <laughs> That's right. Well, he served. You're still paying for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. So, you can't say illegal immigrants anymore, Frank. So, if that's in your act, cut it. Uh, it's now it. undocumented dickheads or system molesters. Those Brady. I like Brady. Those are the only two choices that's for AP. It. That's the AP has come well, up with those I'll two come choices. Back. I'll try and figure out which one I like better. You can have a. Uh, undocumented system molesters is good. But it sounds like you're saying sister. I just don't understand why you can't say illegal. Oh, ah, something is. Oh, you said it again. Right. Me. Me. I was talking about a bird that had a sickness. <laughs> oh, I see. An ill eagle. Ah, me. No. Me. me. Are you a knight that says me? Yeah, because you're yeah. saying the word. Of that word. Me. Hey, I don't understand it either. But that's what we've become. We've become a society of the knights who say me. They can't hear certain words or they all flip out. What word? That? Ah, I said it again. Illegal? Yeah, I don't get it. So we're all a bunch of Mandy Pandy plus cakes. And that's the reason why you could... Uh, Go see um, Adam this weekend. He's one of the few brave ones left. He is brave. He literally is. I wish I was as brave as him. Yeah, he goes out and says uh, all sorts of things that a lot of people are thinking. And, and more. Kind of in an everyman way. Who knows? We'll talk to him in just moments about something. Eric was going to call, but I guess he's... I'll do it out. for you. I gave out some stuff. I was really good to a kid who had no face. I'm coming back. There's no kid. There's a kid with no face. And I said, here, have an Xbox. Go watch Take video it. games. <laughs> Faceless boy. Here, you can talk on this, right? <laughs> Shut your pie hole! That's creepy. I kind of like it. It's turning me on. I got some new stuff. I got quite a bit of new You stuff. got your whole new yeah. deal going. All that. I, meeting Gruden is probably the greatest. Now, you said you met Gruden, and John I don't. Gruden. What's the story on John Gruden? Well, he uh, ESPN had call, called me. I was down at Radio Row, horn it out for whatever. Super Bowl, right? Yeah, all yeah. the Radio Row is where all the different. Uh, uh, radio stations go in the media center at the Super Bowl. So I'm down there two miles away, or about probably a mile, mile and a half away, is uh, where ESPN set up because they have their whole Hall of Broadcast. Justice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, so I, I uh, get the call. Gruden's here. Uh, I think it would be great if you come over to meet him for some of the executives. So I'm like, all right. So I go, I, I start running. I just get out, I start running. I'm like, I, I don't want to be late. <laughs> Because I, if you imagine Gruden like, hey, I, this guy can't even be on time. How could I ever like this guy, man? He's not punctual. He's like a Keyshawn Johnson or something, man. So I realize I've gone about a uh, a half a mile out of my way, the wrong way. Oh no! Because I'm in downtown New Orleans. I'm con- completely confused. So, so you were I, in a car. No, you I, got out of a car. No, I was on just, foot. I was on foot the whole oh. time. I ran out of from being uh, at the radio. Uh, oh, at Radio, radio Row. Row. I got you. Okay. So I run and I, I realize at this point I'm like, oh, man, I, I'm going to be late. This is going to look ridiculously bad. So they have those like little rickshaw kind of guys on the bicycles. Yeah. So I swallow my pride and like, I've, all right, I'll I'll get on one of these. 
So the guy picks me up. I just, I, people are just staring at me. Cause, not just because it's me, because half of them don't know who I am. They don't care. But right. it's, it's just because I'm one of those guys who's riding on the bicycle yeah. rickshaw. You have a slave. Yeah. I, it looks what awful. it looks like, yeah. So, uh, and some people, people are like, hey, Frank, do some math. <laughs> I wish I hadn't have done this. Uh, Rickshaw so, impressions. So then I realized. So was then, it an authentic rickshaw or was it a New Orleans rickshaw? New Orleans. Oh, so like, hey man, where are we going? No, 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 no. I don't know. Did I don't remember what the box? guy. I don't remember what the guy. You didn't even look at the man talking you. The but there were the. I mean, it's it's multicultural. Everybody does this stuff. This guy looks like he had a tooth, and uh, <laughs> so. Uh, so then I see this other rickshaw coming up alongside of me, and I'm like, what the heck is this? And it's Warren Sapp in the rickshaw. <laughs> and the guy is riding the bicycle. He's sweating. So I'm racing Warren Sapp for a little while in rickshaws. And then he finally makes a turn. I think he's taking a shortcut. I'm like, is that a shortcut? He's like, no, that guy's not going anywhere. Can you brush this? Uh, <laughs> single tooth. The tooth so uh, so I find, I get to ESPN, and the guys are like, he's over there. And you can just see Gruden. He's got a cup of coffee. It's the thing I had my, on my Twitter profile for a while. So he's just right. holding a cup of coffee. I'm like, should I go over there? Like, like, yeah, let's go introduce you. So I go up, and I meet Gruden. I'm like, hey, man, how's it going there, man? Is everything going okay? And he's like, uh, so you're the guy, huh, man? All right. I, you know, I thought you'd be a little taller than this, man. He starts getting right. to me a little bit, having some fun. And then it was when the magic happened. Because I'm talking, I'm just, I like it. I think he's fun to listen to sure. and stuff like that. So then he's like, what was that thing you said the other day on the raid over there? Uh <laughs> That thing about Ray Lewis, uh, Ray Lewis is so is so good, he can tackle people with his mind. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that was kind of it. He goes, he's so good, he could tackle people with his brain thing or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, he's so smart, he could tackle people with his mind. He goes, I like that line, man. Maybe I'll use that. I'm going to use it. That's a good line. Did he use it? I don't he know if he used it. Oh. He's like, that's a great line, man. But he was, trying, he was trying to have fun. I don't think he was trying to. But then he goes... The, that was the part that got me into thinking, this guy actually does think comedically, even if it's not on purpose. I don't right. know how it is. <laughs> but he starts going, remember that, uh, remember that show uh, with the witch? What was that called? Bewitch? Remember that one, man? Remember I had that witch, Samantha, and she'd wiggle her nose sometimes, and then things would happen? That's what I think happens with Ray Lewis, man. He's a nose wiggler. He really said this stuff. And I point to the executives where they, I go, you cut some of the stuff I yeah. say out, yeah. and, and that's that what happens? he just said. That's exactly the kind of thing I would have done. And I added, remember, that was kind of like I dream a genie, man. Remember that? Major that Nelson. Tale. Major Nelson would be there. And Major Anthony, man. That was some crazy stuff. And sometimes her twin sister would come. I got to believe that was the same person playing her Barbara Eden was in two places at the same time, just kind of a different wearing of garments or something like that. But she gets stuck in the bottle, and then the sister would be out there and change her hair color, and you knew it was, you thought it was her, man. That was some crazy stuff right there, man. So, he, you know who I like, Doctor Bombay. Who gets in one of those situations? Bombay, if someone wrong, you call that witch doctor. Hey, I just got—that's why they call him a witch doctor because he was a doctor for witches, man. Never realized that before. But it's one of those moments where you're, you're you're like, hey, it's great to meet you, and then you do the backup and realize that he's just following you around. Or was it? Like, <laughs> hey, oh man, I can't hey, shake Gruden. Hey man, can I get you something, man? Hey, put a little. He, hey, you want some coffee? You. Hey, here, Frank, just remember take... the opening of my three sons? His arms swinging. Here, with just, the names. Yeah. Here, just take Love my man. coffee. Drink out of this, man. <laughs> man, we're brothers now, man. Here. Get in my rickshaw. He's, He's uh, tugging you around New Orleans. I'll tell you what, man. I thought this would be a little easier than this, man. Oh, 
You can't wait to not see that. tape on this. This is Manti Teo, man. That's going to be some good stuff right there. Yeah, it's it's weird because you don't want to meet the people you do impressions of most of the time. No, I do. I always you do because then they get a little looser about it. They they start to see, you know, who you are. Like what Madden finally turned around when I met him. Uh, yeah. He actually started to like you. Yeah, a little he bit. Hated you. For yeah, a while. dislike me. Completely. And you met? Uh, did you meet George Bush? No, just were, Dick Cheney. You were Cheney, right? You, you did the correspondence thing. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I did the shooting yeah. the guy in the woods. That's joke. right. But didn't you, you were in the same building as George Bush at at the Super Bowl? Right? And, he, and they were no, trying in to Dallas get, at the you Super met Laura. Bowl. Laura Bush. Oh, Laura. you're that gentleman who did the nice George on the <laughs> television this morning. <laughs> George likes you. <laughs> That didn't happen. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Why didn't you meet him? I didn't meet him. She. I, How do you well, get that ass? Well, I like George, Mrs. I, I felt weird because I was like, D can you take me a couple steps down there because nobody else will? Like, you can, you're allowed to talk to him, right? It would be awesome. No, it was Madden talking to George Bush, and they kept showing him during the Super Bowl, and I was up there. And I had gotten clearance past the Secret Service and everything. Oh. But they wouldn't, they didn't want to bother him. So they wouldn't ask them to turn around. There was a seat right between them, too, because that's where Jerry Jones was sitting for a while. Oh. And they didn't want to interrupt Could the conversation with Jerry Jones. And, yeah. And they, you hey, what do you, you like what he does you? I, I didn't even know he did it until this morning. <laughs> Lauren, I watch him. I think he is a funny dude. <laughs> You know, I, They're I, all talking about you. Yeah, I, mean, they, they, I don't. I don't care for Frank Caliendo is my favorite comedian. I, I have uh, decided that uh, there is a uh, a uh, problem with uh, the uh, way he does my voice. Am I the uh, you have chosen poorly in the last crusade? You've chosen poorly. Oh, and that would name the dog Indiana. It's your uh, it's your full trifecta of people that probably weren't talking about you, but the dream is that all three of them have seen you do their the impression, and that they're sitting there chatting about you, and they hate you. Yeah, it would be awesome. That's how right. would, how would, how would you kill Frank Caliendo? <laughs> well, I I'll tell you what, I would uh, I'd put him in a missile over in North Korea. <laughs> Maybe they're sitting around. F one kill, uh, kill yeah, one. F kill Mary and Mary one. <laughs> hey, you, uh, you still have one of those suitcases with a bomb in it or something? Well, how does that work? I don't know, man. They never told me the instructions. I guess there's a button or something in there. You can just do stuff. They just sat and hated you all, and you're ten feet behind them talking to Laura. Did yeah. you do the impression for Laura Bush? I think I did a little bit. I was oh. like, hey, man, thanks. It's adorable. I, I'm just, Try to kiss me. <laughs> like, oh, 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 oh. Why'd you not go into the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Let's play library. You ever had any presidential poonanny? <laughs> oh, yes. Mrs. Bush, are you trying to seduce Mrs. me? She's got Bush. the right name, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Trip Reeb commands you to listen to the top morning show in town. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Brady uh, and Eric and Toledo, I think we make a friend rule here. A friend rule. If, in fact, any of us decide to go on a three-month vacation, and in that time, you notice that you haven't heard from me since, let's say I was supposed to be, uh, you haven't heard from me since January 25th, and of course it's the 26th of February. You haven't heard from me for a full month. I want you to have... A two-week window on that. 
if I'm popping off on Facebook or I'm making comments on something and then a full month goes by, I, I think I'm, I want a two-week window. Give me 14 days of being missing in action before you say something. Including international travel? Including international travel, Brady. If you have not heard from me in 14 days, that's when you start the search. Is that fair to say? I don't I know think, about that because yeah. you're kind of a recluse sometimes. But I, I answer texts. I could see you in Thailand going, you know, I answer the texts. I'll keep you, up. You I'll love keep the up. Brown ladies over there, and we don't go. I do disappear. love the, the brown lady boys. I can't get enough of that. I could, but again, because of my infatuation with the brown ladies, fourteen day window is more important. You know, just check in. How's the trip going? I don't know. A couple of times, if I don't answer two, three, four times in. I, I, I usually I answer. Stretch it. I, I usually answer texts. Well, I think it's fair like to, to give each other a month. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think that the well, the reason I bring it up is because these people who are, uh, if my last texts to you are, "Hey, Kraft macaroni and cheese, I found it, yay!" and then you don't hear from me for a month, I was real happy last time you heard from me enough so to let you know I'm eating Kraft macaroni and cheese. Was that the last? That was their last. Oh, wow. You're saying two weeks? Then so, I have to. Base that if I mm. texted something like that, two days something's wrong. If I don't text exactly, that, exactly. well, or that you're just lost in all the craft macaroni and cheese you can eat. But I'm still going to check in. These people in California on a biking trip down in South America have been missing since January 25th. They were supposed to show up at something. They'd been texting friends and keeping people up to date on the trip. And here's what we're doing. It's on Facebook and Twitter. Last tweet. Finally found Kraft Mac and Cheese in South America. Stoked, LOL. Last thing they said. Yeah, they're dead. They're dead. They were supposed to be in Lima on January 26th. Never made it. Mm. Uh, it is now February 26th. And now, good morning, America. In the news, they fire off, oh, looking for a California couple whose plan was to bike from Peru through Mexico well, that sounds Back like a, up to the U.S., you're going to get your head chopped off anyway. Yeah, that's a bad idea. It's a terrible plan. There's, uh, both of there's them are, options. Both of them are very experienced bikers. It's a terrible story, but you start thinking about it. And, and that's another new friend rule. If I ever tell you I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to traverse Mexico south to north on a bicycle, talk me the F out of that. Please. I'm on sure a, there's some nice sound. The Antarctica. Don't start that, Brady Other <laughs> Jr. <laughs> The hell is that guy over there? That wasn't that was Brady. He's right. saying that. You just brainwashed He's him right. into saying, take away your powers from Eric to say things you're thinking. How did he hypnotize you into saying that? There are nice towns in Mexico. No, there there's are. not. Brady. I've been to them. Yeah, and those are the same ones that I saw on I Survived on uh, A&E. I'm going to take a little more time before I go back. San Miguel, which is the one you're always talking about, yeah. was the one where the guy got nice. kidnapped and put really in the sandpaper nice. box for a year. That was the... And who, who was doing it? The San Miguel Cartel. They're hidden in and among all the white people because they know that's who wants Don't the cocaine. The town. <laughs> they were in the town. They were in their they home. They were on the outskirts. Huh. They were in a ranch in San I saw Miguel. That, yeah. They weren't in the city like you're in Gilbert. I That's was in the city in. of San Miguel. Right, Beautiful. You were all right. You were in, you're in Gilbert, but if it happened, if you were abducted in Phoenix, they'd still call it all Phoenix. He's in San Miguel. He was like 12 miles from downtown in the nice little neighborhood outside in the suburbs of San Miguel. They've got a Costco there, and he was dropping his kid off. I know they've got a Costco there. It doesn't make it good. <laughs> Crap mac and cheese. Who wouldn't want to bike through that? 
Put in a sandpaper box. You just don't do that. You're saying this on the friend rule, but it's tough. You'd never. You're not going to go up. That's it. It's a month. I'm washing my hands. If you haven't heard from me in 14 days, and I was texting you, I was on Facebook, and that just shut down. You wouldn't grow suspicious after two solid weeks of silence. And I've been keeping you up to date on the trip. I've been talking about it. I've been popping off every once in a while, contacting you. 14 days of silence, you're like, okay. I'm a li- And you know I'm riding my bike through Mexico and South America and Central America. You're not thinking, all right, I got I to make sure. You don't love me a little bit, if that's the case. You have to. Heck, I was nervous for you after about a week in San Miguel, and that was before I knew Mexico was the hellhole it's become. Anyway, they're all out there. They're, they're saying they had the right gear. They were really well planned out. Everybody knew about their trip. But think about it. I mean, it might be easier to get some exposure, but if, if you're a friend, you don't hear from them. Right. 14 days. Now you got to get the word out. Right, but they didn't get the word out till yesterday. Finally got national. Yesterday. Right. That's, that's how everybody... long it can no, 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 take No, no, no. It didn't, though, because they're saying their friends are like, okay, that's enough. And this happened earlier this end of last week, earlier this week. They're like, that's too much. They waited almost a whole month. Give me two weeks. Contact the U.S. Embassy and say, hey, what's the guidelines here? That is a long time. How, how frequently were they posting? They were posting two, three posts a week of camping and the wildlife and pictures of their days. Every day they'd put up something. I'd get their pictures up Shut on up. a chiclet box right away. Yeah. That's the first thing they want to do down there in Central America, Peru down up here in Mexico. They love seeing pictures of missing white people. There aren't any of those. Uh, They say, we don't know what to do anymore, the people back home. What do you do when the people that are far away from you are trying trying to help them and you just can't do anything? Flyers in English and Spanish have been made. You're going to try to go down there in Peru and post the flyers, but they've even been told by the Peruvian government that's not going to matter. Wow. You're talking a lot of jungle. The lady once rode her bike, her, or every day she used to ride her bike from Oakland into the city, which is 25 miles, uh, and worked uh, for this bike company for a couple of years. She's part of the whole deal, so it's all over the place. But again, friend rule. I think a good friend will probably start to be concerned about 14 days, maybe around 15, 16 days. You're like, all right, I'm reaching I'm, out. I'm, I'm reaching inside out. Inside of that, if, if you yeah. corresponded with the macaroni and cheese and I don't hear something for a couple of days. Yeah, I'm starting to reach out about three, four days. That's that. weird. Yeah. I'll give you two or three days on your vacation. But three, four, five days, I'm going to start to try to find you. Six, seven, eight days, I'm going really? to Really? You're going to travel down and No, no, no. Locate. I'm going to make phone calls. I'm not oh. going to get out. I'm not going crazy. It's expensive get to find Get someone else to do that. Yeah. You well, have that's that's, you that's what the that. U.S. Embassy's for. That's why we've got them all over. Go find this little guy. Yeah, do, do you know where they're selling Kraft mac and cheese? Because that's where I'm guessing he got stuck. <laughs> His last text was mm, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. He's there. But again, Brady, be careful. Because what Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is to the drug cartels is white people bait. They put out all the bugs and weird food that they eat like crazy. And then you find the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. It's like a mousetrap. They know that the whiteies are going to be drawn to it. Oh, look what I found. And then whoosh, cage goes over the top of Next thing you know, they're in a sandpaper box for eight months. And that's the way it works down there in that dump. You go to Machu Picchu, you go to the places where there's hundreds of tourists, you don't ride your bike through the center of those foreign 
You don't know what's going on down there. It's a bad idea. With the plan of going through Mexico? Crazy town. That's nuts. Would you ever do that? We're going to ride our bikes from the south side. Not even because it's exercise. I'm talking about... <laughs> even even motorcycle. You would motorcycle through Mexico. Right. And why? So you want no, your head attached to your shoulders. Right no, it's, it's never a good time. <laughs> Terrible idea. Anyway, I hope they find them, but uh, it doesn't look good. When the first reports from the news and the friends are, oh, this doesn't... Nothing looks good here. You've waited too long. Not good. So anyway, new friend rules. Reach out in five or six days. U.S. Embassy, 10 to 14 days. This one month thing, you wanted them dead. That's what I'm looking at. And no bike riding in Mexico. Unless you've stolen a bike to get out of Mexico. That's the new rule, Americans. It's 98 KUPD. This is the best of Homebrew's morning sickness. All right, to all you nerds out there, this album was actually recorded at Skywalker Ranch. <gasps> But, you know, has awesome. nothing to do with the music. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> cool. There? Who is you it? There? Maybe he threw in some R2-D2 beeps or something. It's Joe Satriani. <laughs> Unstoppable moments. No idea why he recorded this Skywalker. Maybe he's just a big nerd. They have good sound. Yeah. Look at that. Invented THX. Journey. Taking us on a ride. Satriani Highway. Metro 343. Shit, They might not play Satriani anymore, do you think so? No, it'll be Castle X. Gee, it's Castle X now, you're right. It's been that long. Alright, Joe. We get it. You can kill it. Yeah, we get it. You can play the guitar. Get a little bored after Here's a couple one more. songs. We'll see if there's any difference. Just write some lyrics. Title track. Get a singer. Did you try that one? What's the GTR or something like that? He was in there. Seeing uh, Brady trying out. It is a little rush. But he's great. There's no doubt. But I just That's the R2-D2 beeps. That was a little... Thieves. It's their debut album, Passing Through the Zeros. It's binary code. Templeofthieves.com is the website. Their first single is Species. Try it out. A new rock band. Maybe they'll take over the, the country. They could. They the could next. be the ones that what you remember where you heard it first. Yeah. 
Or not. I don't or they're know. just going to be quiet for a little while. <laughs> Species. Yeah, give us speed the single. It's Kyle and a new band. That's what I was hearing. Little digital summer thing. Does Kyle know that? Well, he's going to make money in a lawsuit at least. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Kyle. One more. We'll see if... Temple of Thieves. Out. Man. No good. Ah, what are you going to do? They'll not be the ones to take over. Yeah, they're giving it a run. The, nice the Piano Guys. The Piano Guys 2 is the name of the album. If you've never heard them, you might want to uh, check out the, the videos they have where they cover uh, Taylor Swift's song. Oh, sweet. And the Charlie Brown medley as well. Oh, Who are they? Charlie Brown medley is on the, on the album here. Who's this? The Piano Guys. Just a new place to do it. Skywalker Studios. You're right, ma'am. These aren't the droids we're looking for. Uh, Allison Chains, one of your favorite here bands, John. It's their fifth album. The Devil Put Dinosaurs Here. Agreed. Which is very uh, it's deep. You think about deep, that. Yeah. Why would God have put dinosaurs here? Brady? Because uh, they're delicious. To whom? To uh, Cro Magnum and Magnum? Or they're Cro Magnum. Is that a rapper? It's a uh, I'm Cro Magnum. It's a caveman with a giant <laughs> condom. Yeah, a big rubber. But that that is an excellent <laughs> argument for the religios. I've never really heard that that the yeah. devil put the dinosaurs there. You should yeah. use that more often. I'm going with. But it. doesn't that then mean that God had no control over this whole deal? Right. Well, um, the the devil's part of the you know he then does if his he thing. Has the ability, does his thing. If he has the ability to put dinosaurs on Earth to create uh, havoc, this goes back to my argument. Why doesn't he do it again? He's, uh, he's wait for what? It's been a long wait. He does other very things. Very patient devil. Tidal waves, earthquakes. Yeah, nitpick. Throw a couple million dinosaurs back on Earth, and it's like ah, goddamn devil. We destroy the dinosaurs. Wouldn't this be our a, urban sprawl? Wouldn't this be a great time for dinosaurs to just show up out of nowhere again? Yeah, ten thousand yeah. years ago, we we kicked the dinosaurs. That's asses. right. We kicked them out. We You're moving in, to Mars. We put in parking lots. Killed the brontosaurus. Don't feel like listening. To so, do you idea. suppose God said <laughs> we're in a deep philosophical yeah, hang on argument, Toledo? For <laughs> Christ's sake, what do you got to go somewhere? <laughs> I create a great beast. <laughs> Holy Christ, they're evil. And they got mean, and then God's like, "We got to wipe these out. We got to wipe them out." No, it's God's mistake. Then the dinosaurs. Then yeah, God threw down that meteor. Bam! Wiped them out. Whose Devil creation is cooler? The meteor is pretty cool. Well, the meteor is pretty neat, but the devil with the dinosaurs. i got to give him a nod on that. I don't know. Like, Come what on. if God just threw that from real I far think away? I mean, that's a good creatures nice talk. The devil was responsible for the meteor. <laughs> that's his role. Why would the devil kill his own he dinosaur? He hated dinosaurs. But he made them, apparently. <laughs> right. No, I'm going You're destroying our argument. argument. He's saying God made the dinosaurs, yeah, and then the devil wrecked them. Tries argument. to ruin everything. So God didn't make something... Uh, Impervious to the devil's. I think the meteor. devil C blocked the dinosaurs. See, I just don't buy in it. Mm. See what you've done to us, Allison Chains. Yeah. 
Just the name of this album has created uh, this insane <laughs> argument over how horse everything is in the <laughs> first place. What came out of this beautiful museums? We did get a lot of cool museums they for that. Yeah, pretty nifty. God's mistakes all over the museums as we unearth yeah. them. When you look at when you go to museums like that, Brady, you just go. A no, oh, this is bullshit right here. And you found one bone. <laughs> we you made a whole creature out of one, one bone. Balsa wood. I never forget Five it. Million at that, years, yeah. That body art thing of the human body's getting all carved up, and then standing next to that dude, and it's the most scientific thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it's all science, and this body's all pieced out in forty-eight layers. And the guy next to me goes, "I mean, if this isn't proof of a." A greater divine being. I I don't know what is. And I looked at her like, nah, not here, right? No, not here. Well, don't you believe that such a perfect creation? And I'm like, I think it's the most imperfect thing in the world. That's why we're here. We're looking at all of its flaws and all the weaknesses and all these things. I don't really see it as perfect. I see it as very fragile. Yeah, who would give that T-Rex tiny little arms? Yeah, and I said, the I think... <laughs> And so the guy starts talking religious. I just turned to him like, not here, not here, in the science center. Why did you come to this? <laughs> you're, you're out of your element, Why buddy. are you here? I don't go to church and go, this, if this isn't proof that this is all horse I don't know what it is. You, you wouldn't do that. The other side. Don't come to the science center and start sure. yapping. No, but shut your mouth then, right? Is there a rule? Yeah, yeah. well, there should be because it's the same as me going to church. The rule on them? It's the same. I did. I told him, not here. Why? What are you doing here? Not here. To strangers. Talk to your family. Talk to, but don't go up to strangers and start talking about how God, in the science center... He was lonely. You're going to run into a problem. You don't evangelize there. No. He's not converting. No. And I don't go you atheism. You your trident. Kill yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. I should have. You know what? I'm going to off you. <laughs> I'm going to off you because you're the worst thing in this thing right now. The devil has compelled Why didn't you me? play the Zeus card? <laughs> I didn't want to talk about religion at that time. <laughs> oh, I, I was looking at a corpse. I, you I did for a second, the and then I said, not here. No, not here. Well, no. what am I doing? Yeah, because I was like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> Dip, no. All right, let's get back to the Science music. Center. Damn you, Alex. Know your audience. There's Alex and Sam. There you go. So the devil put dinosaurs here on Earth. Here's the yeah. title track. There you go. That's what I want. Maybe it explains it all in the song. My only issue as an Alice in Chains fan with the new stuff is so vocally overproduced. They're all long songs. That's they've always been out. That's the call of the raptor. This sounds messy. And I love these guys. Although I will say, all the songs we've played so far off this album, I didn't like it first and they've grown on me. Here's, here's another one. It's called Voices. Too layered. It's always been that way, though. Yeah, but it's always like been Jerry's natural. Always gonna it's real, though. They're, they've always done harmonies. They layered it. It's like seven voices now. I mean, William's voice by itself is three voices on all the songs. It drives me nuts. He can't help it. Yeah, he can. You can just tell the guy who's producing the album to back off. Let him sing. It's, it's almost like auto-tune. I don't know. They just were more raw before. 
that's what was so great about them in the, in the Lane Staley days is their harmonies were natural. And you'll have that same thing going on, like the ACDC fans that get all yeah. pissy well, when it wasn't it Bon isn't, I love, I think he's good, and I think the songs are, I just think the production is too thick. Let it be more natural. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Finally, I thought I'd bring it down a little bit. We can what? relax. More than that? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a mountain. We peaked up there at Hatebreed, and now we're just slowly going back down. Uh, relax, everyone. It's Chris Christopherson. Sorry, she's not done. Who? Chris Christopherson. <gasps> Feeling mortal. God Almighty, here I am. He was in joyful noise. My way around. It's perfect. Good reference. Good was reference. Perfect? No. Oh. I've begun to soon Sorry, Pardon's husband in joyful noise. He dies in the first few seconds. Really? He comes back as a ghost to do a dance with Dolly. Just so they can have him in the credits. Weird. Give me 200 grand, I'll do the movie, but I don't want no lines. My character has to die before the opening credits are done. You got it. Don't let the bastards get you down. Dude, he was friends with Johnny Cash. He's the man. He wears black too. He's like 85 years old. Yeah. One more to finish on Stairway to the Bottom. See? Right the so bottom. uplifting. Once again, you realize. No wonder these people drink. He's drunk. And drunk and old. This kind of stuff is what makes me wish I was black. Because I don't want to be white and associated. Welcome to Green Acres. He's trying to do the Johnny Cash thing where he gets that hit that something's just going to Right before he dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah he wants a hurt or something. I ain't going to have him like this. He'll be doing Nine Inch Nails too soon. That'll be his next album. Yeah, come on, Trey. I want an animal. The band must get out of there after an hour in the studio. I gotta do something. <laughs> do you have any uh, Belvita chippy cheesies that make you excited? Belvita. Right, Belvita I said that. Breakfast I said biscuits. exactly that. Oh, you did. You said. I, did, I said Belvita. You said did you? Right chippy cheeses. Yeah, yeah the energy. <laughs> you don't even know. It's my Belvita chippy cheeses that get you through the roof. Somebody, break it out. The band, Christopherson's band's going. Can I get up for a second and just run in place? Feel you from the inside. That's what they should do, like Rammstein. Put them all on the treadmill. Yes. Too big, too small. I think he's going to die soon. Zoo grows. Zoo climbs. All right, this is a good Mercedes Benz, not a bond. Just kick him off the stage. Doing a wrong stuff. Kick him off the stage. Keep going. Raza in this hassling firing. Raza, raza, fire moving. Throw your drumstick out. Quintess, Raza, Gruber, sign. You got a pussy. Eat back, eat back. And I got a dick. What's the problem? <laughs> Do it quick. 
You got that pussy. <laughs> don't need no short man. Bang out a dick. <laughs> don't need no short, short man. What's the problem? <laughs> Drummers hate him. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Do it quick. <laughs> That's Rammstein. <laughs> Wake up. Audience. Audience, get up. Oh, yeah. Hi, Santa Comedy Joe. Third round of the band. What do you guys think? It's good, good. Yeah, that's good. Let's wrap it. Let's get him on you fest. Close the night out. And Chris Christopherson. <laughs> Just to play as where everybody leaves. Newhast. Newhast me. Newhast me. Newhast me. Screw me up, boy. I have to start over. <laughs> One guy left. <laughs> you just, just from the top, boys. From the I top. Start over. That guy's screaming, screwed everything up. <laughs> Try not to clap along. I forgot the words. You mess up the whole cadence of this thing. <laughs> I'll let the bastards get you down and just start over when they trouble you. Here's White Limo from the Foo Fighters. I'm going to try that one out so we can get a hit on that. There's some guy driving around listening to us right now. He's a legend. <laughs> I know. You guys are assholes. And that guy is Chris Christopherson. <laughs> hey, he's driving around a legend over there. Sons of bitches. Anyway, he and Sinead just driving around. These bastards won't let me down either. Nobody will. That was the best moment in Chris Christopherson's career. She came up and got booed like crazy, and he grabbed her. Hey, <clears throat> Fester. Don't let the bastards get you down. Wow, you turned into the guy from Jaws. The best of Humber's morning sickness, 58. ESPN's Outside the Lines says that Lamar Odom's cancer charity has raised $2.2 million since he started in 2004, yet it hasn't given a dime to cancer causes. Oops. What's it given it to? Mostly used CEOs. to fund two elite youth basketball travel teams. They asked Lamar how the charity is dispersing the funds. The kids have cancer on he the team. He told teams. him it's my money. Oof. No, oh, he did. It's not, though. <laughs> Good answer. The point of a charity, Lamar. It's not. He and Chloe have frequently helped raise money for the organization. And why doesn't he just say it's for the basketball league? Get one kid with cancer and put him on a team. Yeah. $1.3 million has gone to the two elite youth basketball teams. For their travel and stuff. Yeah, just say it's for basketball team. It's awareness. The team travels and tells everyone about cancer. Yeah, they have to wear shirts that say, <laughs> I hate cancer. Boy, do we hate cancer. Downtown for cancer. <laughs> yes. But not for cancer. Each three-pointer raises $10 for cancer. Against yeah, cancer. But it's if called Kathy's Kids. And uh, is the charity Kathy's Kids has one paid employee. Lamar's old high school coach. And he gets paid. Uh, His name's two point two million dollars. Yeah, who's Kathy? Who's Kathy? Um, I'm not sure. Kat, it, it's over. Well, I don't know how it's sketchy. Related. Sketchy. It's named after his mom. Okay, who died of stomach cancer? So that's Kathy. Hmm. So he feels like he should get some cash out of that. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, that's what your mom would. So the coach right. gets seventy-two grand a year. It's God's plan. I love not saying that. Scott, if you always that. answer it that way, nobody can nobody say can say anything back. When Lamar says that. It, it struck me yesterday when that old lady fell down the garbage chute, and you just say, "Oh my God, that's horrible." Well, it's Scott's plan. Nobody can say anything <laughs> after that. 
Oh my God, your grandfather was ripped to shreds by a gang of hyenas. It's part of God's plan. <laughs> I suppose if that's what you believe. Everything is part of yeah, God's plan. I know. I trip and fall walking out of here. God, God had a plan God's for you. Plan. Slowed you down a little bit. <laughs> Stuck gravity in front of your feet. It's mysterious, but it's it's. Honey, it's a plan that usually. Honey, uh, before we get out of the car, on. I've got something to tell you. <laughs> your left titty's been out all night. That's part of God's plan. It's okay. It's okay because it's God's plan. Don't get upset. Don't. It's part of God's plan. He wanted your titty to be out. Well, let's fix your ticket. I hope. I hope God's plan is like that. <laughs> yeah, all I would the love time. God. <laughs> and then I'd start going to church more often. <laughs> all right, everyone. I didn't want to be weird about it, but your titties are out. <laughs> it's okay. Don't Sorry. worry, folks. All part of the plan. <laughs> all part of God's <laughs> grand plan. He's very mysterious. Titties everywhere. Very awesome. mysterious. My grandmother was gored by a man in a bull suit. <laughs> Part of God's plan. Was it really? Yes, it's on page eight. <laughs> Your grandmother, see right here. Well, Why be, even have trials? Then? Thou hast shall be. Yeah, exactly. I killed those people because it's <laughs> God's plan. If it wasn't for your uh, grandmother shooting down the trash chute yesterday, 170 feet, yeah, falling to it, we would never have the safety valve installed in that garbage chute. That was the part of the plan. So God had to kill an old woman yes. for us to put had a safety. But but in other things he won't That's get involved. That's how people explain things afterwards. But I know. But like we would have never discovered this. Like leaders of of countries that slaughter millions of people. He's like, okay, that's free will. I'm gonna. But this all, this garbage chute is dangerous. He's like a superintendent there was a for that. <laughs> He's like a, the building super. He's Schneider. Very choosy. Yeah. Eventually, people. So, uh, Miss Romano, I don't want you to tumble into the uh, garbage chute. So I put a security measure on that. Thanks, God. Yeah, whatever. That's what I do. I'm a super. It's just part of our nature wanting the answers. God, my window won't close. Part of the plan. Got that all figured. I knew There's that. There's a tree going to come flying through yeah. there any second. Just don't stand by it. <laughs> part of my plan is that that thing's about to Because that window later. couldn't get closed, some guy came up with WD-40. Part, part of the plan. plan. So he's a capitalist. He does it all, John. Oh. Why didn't he just come up with WD-40? What didn't he? Too obvious. Oh. <laughs> Got to have people... But shoving an old lady plan. in a garbage chute, not obvious at all. No, that wasn't part of his plan. What was Sandy Hook? Not part of his plan. <laughs> it wasn't? He no. Can't, it, well, he can't, can't pick and choose. No, Everything's I'm part of his plan. I'm when, when I'm talking about when you're saying it's part of the plan. But well, that's what people I think say. I know, and that's what I'm, when I'm saying people have the answer. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's an eat out for everybody to say that. That's why I say yeah, it a lot. It's now. like, get it off the table. Let's get out of the way and i'm gonna to go to mcdonald's today and they're gonna say okay that's 850 i'm like i have three dollars oh that's enough well, that's part of god's plan that <laughs> i ordered all this food and didn't have enough money so i gotta go someone eventually will come in and cover the difference doubt it the miracle mcdonald's bailout maybe it's michael jackson part of the plan in 1987 sylvester stallone's half-sister threatened to sue oh, him oh. for physical <laughs> abuse so he he settled with her, paying her millions over the years, till her death this past August. The Post, New York Post, just unearthed some documents that found that she took him to court. His agents. Come on, you know you're making me so mad. My face is starting to get loose. You don't give me a twist, buddy. Like when did he beat her? When they were kids? Well, he, older? Was, here's the problem. I think she Your had a sister. She had a. Uh, Chemical abuse, substance <laughs> abuse he problem. Beater and stuff. <laughs> well, when, when did you he think do he'd be this? Too yeah. busy to be beating on his yeah, half sister. You know, you're just my half sister. He took my jacks. You know, I want my jacks back. If I could get over, you would be my jacks. 
little early for plastic surgery, but it didn't. He's denying it didn't happen. It's a classic He's example. It didn't right. His reps are saying it's a here's the deal. Brady, I can ask you to rewind it. Okay. He's de- he denies that, that he ever happened. beat him. That it happened. Okay, you said he's yeah. denying that it didn't. <laughs> that means he's saying that it means happened. He did. <laughs> no, I. Uh, well, if I did, yeah, I no, that's where that's where I got real confused. Okay. He, I said he's denying it didn't happen. Yeah, that was. That means yeah. that he yeah. did it. So hey, anyway, you know, Eric, Brady, if you need a spokesman, I'm that all clear for everybody. Thanks, Rock. Hey, oh, just by me. But it does. He's going to pay her money yeah. rather than her coming out with these stories, yeah. and then he's got to go through the PR smear. The it's expensive. Well, I'm curious now. I want to know when it happened. When he's hey, oh, you know, with all the Brady's legal mumbo jumbo. It, it happened in 1987, that? so it had to happen. You know, before that, in 87 is when she said, "All right, I'm going to take you to court." So she was like living with him or something, probably. No, I she was. Unless he goes to her house to beat her. I don't know. <laughs> hey. Hey, I'm going to come over for a little while, if you don't mind. Please don't. I'm coming in. I hate this. I'm coming out. Hey, oh, don't sue me. Catch your sister, Rock. Merry Christmas. Catch your sister, Rock. She's so quick, Rock. Get her. Hey, oh, Mick, she's pretty fast. Get her, Rock. Now you're done beating your sister. <laughs> he you paid her two million get in up there with Apollo. <laughs> I tell you, he's going to be a little faster than that sister of yours. Hey, yo, I don't know if anybody's quicker than her. <laughs> hey, plus, she's pretty quick to the phone to the lawyer. Adrian whispers in here. <laughs> Just beat her. You can beat her, Rock. Hey, yo, Adrian! I did it! I beat my sister! <laughs> they grease her up like a pig, so he has to catch her. She's all... Ain't going to be way. no rematch. <laughs> In the end, oh, whoa, whoa. he did beat her. He won. Congratulations. Paid She's $2 million up front and 16000 grand a month for the rest for her life until she I don't believe it, Brady. Why do you want to s- yeah. smear him like that? Don't be smirched. Brady, why you got to yell at me? I ain't never had nothing. <laughs> My Poor chance guy. to be somebody. Just lost his kid. You're making me mad. Man. Yeah, when I'm sad, my face sinks. That is cool. They put a release valve on. Yeah, your I got face, this so. twist in the back like a sumo. They <laughs> tie it up, pull me back together. I'm like a Humpty Dumpty. It's like a death mask. <laughs> Only less round. If it goes real tight, do you talk clear, like British? <laughs> Just get a little high up. I need to get a little tougher. There we go. This perfect PSI. <laughs> Movies out this weekend: Hansel and Gretel, Parker, Parker. Didn't you go last night, Parker. Movie forty three. Say it like that. Say what is that like about? That. Brady, you do. Parker. No, you. Do, yeah, do your Jason Statham. Parker. <laughs> what kind of car do you have, Parker? Audi A eight. No. What kind of car do you have, Parker? Fast car. That's right. <laughs> Drive a very fast car. Dance, Brady, dance. I like it. What's your name? Parker. That's perfect. <laughs> You've memorized the whole script. This is the best of Humberg's morning sickness. 98. Uh. KUPD.